My name is Grant Wolfolk. I'm a 36-year-old gay male. I grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana and live in New York. And pride is everything to me. It's much more than any single event or movement. It's who we are. It's how we live our lives. Pride is courage. It's defiance. It's a radical act of self-love and self-acceptance in the face of a society that has marginalized and persecuted us. A society that wants us to believe we're less than. One where we can even be killed simply for showing affection toward those we love. Pride is living openly and honestly in spite of all of it. Pride is community. It's knowing that together we're strong and can overcome even the most insurmountable of obstacles. It's family. I may never meet you in person and I may never even know your name, but you are my family and I do care for you and I do fight for you and you matter and you have worth and I know we're all hurting and I know we're grieving, but we're not broken. So hold your head up, put a little love in your heart, be proud, and happy pride, y'all. Hey, what's up? This is Nikki Paris, and I'm a 23-year-old stand-up comedian from Staten Island who also happens to be gay. And to me, pride is all about being proud of who you are and owning what makes you different. Gay people are not the problem. We have people in this world that wear pajamas that look like jeans. Clearly, we have bigger fish to fry. My name is Mateo Lane, I'm 29 years old, and I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, to me, pride means sense of humor. Um, my older brother's also gay, and uh, one of the few things he did for me when I came out of the closet was he gave me um, a burned CD of a few podcasts called PNS Explosion. And uh, I was 18 years old, and I, I listened to these three gay men being able to not only laugh at themselves, but enjoy each other's company and not feel afraid and they were just so fucking funny patrick powers was so funny that 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 sense of humor that that laughter i still remember that today being able to laugh got me through those real dark days of uh being in the closet so to me i would say pride is about a great sense of humor a great sense of community my name is bianca moore I am a bisexual from Columbus, Ohio. Pride is more than being a gay, fit white man you see at the front of the parade. It is also being a queer person of color that only has one night a week to be in a space for themselves. Sometimes it's Latin night, sometimes it's hip hop night, but it's the only night we feel welcomed in our own community. Pride for me is making peace with the demons and insecurities we all have inside and realizing that you are not alone, that there are people out there rooting for you to be you. Pride for me is about finding confidence in myself and realizing that we have to empower those who don't see the light. It gets better. Don't give up. We all love you. Hey, this is Frank Liotti, and I'm going to tell you what pride means to me. Uh, You're allowed to get plowed, God. No, I'm kidding. Sort of. Um, Pride means to me being proud, truly proud of who you are, which means you stand up for yourself when it's not always the best or most comfortable time. You're proud of being different. 
I'm proud of being different. And be proud to love whomever you not choose to love, but whoever makes your heart go flip-flop fucking crazy. Love who you feel you're in love with and be proud of that. And hold their hand on the street and learn to love yourself because it's a beautiful thing. Happy Gay Pride. I'm Liz Glazer, I'm 36, I'm a lesbian, I'm from Brooklyn, and pride to me in my 20s meant a pregame for my Orthodox Jewish straight girlfriend's weddings, and now it's their anniversaries, um, and also it's still pride, um, so it's the day that I feel the gayest and the straightest. Hey, I'm Brantley Bryce. For me, pride means to be proud of your sexuality. Uh, and be proud of who you are as a person and be proud of um, what you want to Google search and not care. Because when I was in the closet, I was so weird. And I would Google stuff like homoerotic art or men in underwear or nude male photography. <laughs> uh, and now I can just Google Bukaki and it feels, it feels great. Hi, my name is Calvin Cato. I am 31 years old and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And I've literally done 80 takes of this to try to figure out what pride means to me. And I guess it's because it means so much. Um, I like the fact that pride is about more than just a spectrum of different like queer identities. It's such a spectrum of personalities. I mean, I love the fact that at pride, you can see a guy in a feather boa and cut off jorts who is hanging out with a Korean War veteran who couldn't come out until he was 60 because of the time. And I think that's just really awesome that for one second, like all these people can kind of converge and just love each other and love themselves for who they are and not have to deal with some like fucking dude bro dick bag who's like, what holes do you fuck and why do you like to fuck them? Um, so I just think pride is awesome in that way. It's like the great equalizer and plus there's free condoms. So that's always amazing. Um, yay, pride. Woo. I did it. You know, for years in New York, I, I never went to pride stuff. I thought it was so dumb. I, I didn't want to get hit in the face with beads thrown at me by a muscular guy in a thong on, on a float, you know? And I think a part of that just had to do with the idea that I, you know, there's so many groups, groups that are ethnic groups, cultural groups, Groups that are together because they're holding on to a ritual or the color of their skin or the place that they're from or language. And to me, the idea that I was in a group or a club like based solely on where I decide to put my dick, is it, it was just so absurd to me that, that 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 was the case. And I guess over time, what's occurred to me is that, you know, pride is important not because it's a choice that we as gay people make. It's important because of all the intolerant, bigoted, straight people in the world who demonize us, who, who ridicule us, who hurt and maim and murder us, you know, they're the ones for decades and centuries who are pointing their fingers and saying, look, look at how those people are different. And until they stop doing that, pride will always be really important. Hi, my name is Jay McBride, and I'm a comedian from upstate New York, and I'm also transgender. And I never really used to talk about being transgender on stage. You know, I never, I was always worried that, you know, people would just assume that's it, that's all I do. Uh, then I read one day this article about this girl, Jazz Jennings, who was trans, and she was only like 10 or 12 at the time, and she was getting death threats. And here I am worried about my image. And I said at that point, you know what? I'm out there, man. Game on, motherfuckers. If you want me, come and get me because I'm trans and I'm letting the world know. I'm Lane Moore, and I am a comedian in New York City, and I identify as queer. Um, I think pride is about um, 
sitting at home alone watching Netflix. For me, it's Nashville. Um, and being really proud of the fact that you don't want to leave your couch at all, aka being a person. I'm a person. We're people. Um, we're lazy and ambitious and weird and normal and fun and sad and just being proud to be all of those things. I'm Rich Kiamko. I'm from Chicago originally, but I'm a New York-based openly gay comic. I'm also Filipino. And for me, pride, pride means standing up and being myself, creating a safer world for not just me, but for everyone. And when I'm telling a dick joke, it's not just a dick joke. It's part of the revolution to create freedom and equality for everyone. I'm Lindsay Bowling. I'm a proud lesbian. Pride for me is about coming together as a community and realizing how strong we are every year, despite so many attempts to take our freedoms away or scare our freedoms away. It's about waving rainbow flags and dancing in the street and drinking all day <laughs> and having fun. Hi, I'm Duff. I'm 35 years old today. I think my place in the gay community is somewhere between uh, Christopher Maloney as I lay behind him with my arm draped over him, grabbing his taut, eager manhood while blowing hot breath on the nape of his neck, and Tom Hardy, who's laying behind me, teasing me as he presses his hips into mine, lavishing my ass with attention, playing me like an instrument that needs to be tuned with that Bronson dick. All the while, Sia plays on loop in the background. Also, we're on Mount Everest, probably because I just watched Everest. Hi, fuckers. Happy Pride. It's Mary Beth Mooney from New York City. I am 53 years old, and I identify as pansexual. What does pride mean to me? You know what? When I think about it, what pride means is love. Love is love. How can I feel pride about my sexuality? I live in a society where I'm scared to hold my boyfriend's hand in public, on the street, at the movies, everywhere. I live in a society where I'm told that I'm something I'm not supposed to be. I'm reminded every single day in one way or another that I'm different, that some people will hate me for no reason. Every time I walk down the street or step on the subway, I wonder if someone is going to call me a faggot. And now, working in a gay bar, I have to wonder if someone is going to come in and shoot me. How can I ever really feel pride about my sexuality? Hi, this is William Mullen, and I'm 46 years old, and I'm a comedian here in New York City. I'm a member of the LGBTQIA. I guess QIA is like the CIA, but they report fashion flaws to the government. What pride means to me is the ability to get up on stage at a packed house in Union Hall and talk about sucking uncircumcised cock for the first time to a round of applause. I'm Jess Tom, I'm 25. I'm from San Francisco originally and based in New York. I'm queer, non-binary, trans, and Asian American, and I believe that queer people deserve the kind of world where we can become our fullest and best and most truthful selves with resources and access and support and without fear of violence or condemnation. 
Hey folks, this is Kevin Allison of The Risk Podcast, where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I started Risk to give people a place to come out about anything, because I grew up knowing I was queer and was so scared for so long, but no one can stop you from being as sexy or as sweet or fierce or freaky as you want. Celebrate that and love each other, especially each other's butts. Happy Pride. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti slush shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. So thanks for listening uh, <laughs> to that. Uh, uh, yeah, you heard um, comedians, friends of ours who are members of the LGBTQIA community. Um, and we wanted to just pan them over the microphone. Yeah, and- absolutely. I mean, I think it was something that we had wanted to do for Pride Month because it's June and it's a good, good time to show pride. But obviously, uh, in light of the events of this past weekend, it uh, took a different tone. Yeah. So we're going to talk more about that shortly. We're just going to get some uh, some house cleaning stuff out of the way. <laughs> Is that considered house cleaning? Housekeeping? Housekeeping? Shit. I mean, we can clean it too. (laughs) I love cleaning so much that I feel like you would be very upset with my room right now. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's uh, come see us live. Uh, Tonight, it's Friday, June 17th. Nacho Bitches is happening at New York Comedy Club on East 24th Street at 11.15 p.m., co-hosted by myself and Blair Saki. We're also going to be joined by Mike Cannon and Justy Dodge who you've heard on the podcast. Tickets are $10 uh, when you use the code NACHO. It's going to be a lot of fun. On uh, our June 20th Guys We Fuck Test Tour date is sold out. So thank you guys for that. Uh, We're really excited for it. The next show, though, if you want to come to, I think it might be one of our last ones. Um, Our last tour date in New York before we... Before we actually kick it off. the road. It's Monday, July 18th at Subculture, 45 Bleecker Street. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. So we'll put the link in the description of this episode. Doors at 7, show at 8, all ages, young to 16, come with an adult. Oh, and the next show is mine. <laughs> um, and then on Saturday, June 25th, 7.30 p.m. is the one-year anniversary of Glamour Puss, co-hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. It's at Sink Bar in the West Village. Uh, doors open at 7. This is going to be a shit show. There will be nudity. There will be nudity on top of nudity. That's all I'm going to say. So come on out. It'll be fun. Hey, if you're in Montreal, Canada, you can't come to our show because it is sold out. out. Thanks so much to everyone who brought tickets. Uh, That is the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Really excited to be there. And I guess maybe you are. But if you didn't buy a ticket... You're not. Sorry, but I love you anyways. Thanks for thinking of us. And just a reminder that if you're in New York City, Pride Fest is happening next weekend. On Sunday, June 26th, you can help out one of our favorite organizations, New Alternatives. That's an LGBTQIA uh, center that helps a lot of at-risk youth. They feed them, they clothe them, they give them the mental help and support that they need to kind of go out and live awesome lives. I've worked for them and Grant, who you heard 
uh, many episodes ago, does a lot of great work for them. So on Sunday, June 26th, they'll be uh, running a beverage stand at the street fair that's at the end of the parade route. That's Hudson Street between Abington Square and West 14th Street and West 13th Street between 9th Avenue and Gansevoort Street. Again, it's called No Alternatives. Stop by. Uh, say hello to everyone working hard there, give some money. It's a great cause and just enjoy pride all together. That's the loudest message that we can send. And finally, for the housekeeping cleaning, uh, this episode of Guys We Fucked is sponsored by Third Love. Third Love makes bras and Corinne and I both own the bras and the very comfortable. We're, we were kind of talking about the ad copy and Corinne was like, it's like a no bullshit bra. And I was like, that's brilliant. I'm gonna write it down and say it. Um, the cups are made out of memory foam and it molds to your shape to give you the perfect fit. They're tagless and lightweight, which is a rarity for all the big D's McGee's out there. Uh, every bra I've ever owned for myself is feels like I also have like a coat of arms around my tits and this actually feels natural and comfortable. Um, the company stands behind their products so much they're willing to let the listeners try the bra for free. You just pay for shipping. So for 30 days, you can wash it, you can wear it, you can you know, swing it around at boys if you if that's what you feel like. Um, and if you love it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back for free. Your car won't be charged. So if you're interested in this, which you should be because they're really comfortable, uh, just go to thirdlove.com slash GWF to get started. Third love, boobs. <laughs> I'm always like, where are you going with that? I, I saw your face like, where is she going? With this? <laughs> where are we going? Um, okay. I don't know. So, yeah, obviously it's been just two weeks in a row of wonderful, uplifting news that just really reinforces the love that I have for humanity. You know, just time, I wake up in the morning and I am just like, I love people. That's my thing. Yeah. You wake up, you're like, the sun is shining and everybody's great. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I woke up on Sunday morning uh, to the news that there had been a mass shooting. And I it, 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 during the day, the news just kept getting worse yep. and worse. And it's like layers of this onion were just being peeled. And it became something, I mean, so much, so much. Yeah, it just it was not like a random act it, it's it speaks about you know there's a conversation to be had obviously about terrorism but more so about gun control and about uh shame in a way and and men and yeah it's it's a male thing i someone tweeted something interesting that there had been i think 988 shootings in america in like the past year and like Whoa. we never question uh like, you know, sometimes they're Muslim, sometimes they're white, sometimes they're black, sometimes they're white. But the one thing in common is that they were all men. Interesting. And it's interesting. And it's not certainly not like pointing the finger at men in any way. But I think it's kind of taking a step back and looking to your left and looking to your right and how we treat men in society and how they're not allowed to be vulnerable and how, yeah, yeah and how weakness of any kind or you know, is considered such a huge flaw. And I think some people do consider homosexuality to be a weakness or that you are less of a man if you are homosexual. So it's interesting. There was a lot of commentary. Everyone, as usual, had their own opinion. 
Um, but I heard a lot of kind of like, oh my God, of sadness because like, oh my God, this could have been me and this could have been my friends. But the thing was, it, it, it was you and it, and it was your friends. The we are Orlando hashtag and website. It's not just a saying like to be cute. It, we, this is, it was an attack on, on all of us, uh, because it's an attack on the freedom to be yourself and the freedom to also in this, the gunman's case to accept yourself. And I think, um, in the past few days, it's, it's come uh, to, to surface that he was, you know, pretty much a hundred percent of a homosexual himself. I mean, I can't, yeah, I didn't talk I, yeah. to him. He's dead, but, uh, that's what his ex-wife is saying. And it seems like that, makes a lot of sense yeah. when you think about it. And it's really speaks to self-hate being such a powerful thing. So I truly encourage you to love yourselves unconditionally. And if that's not possible, it's not necessary to leak that hate onto others. Like no matter what your parents, your friends, your community, your church, your God says, uh, you don't need to follow the rules of a religion that doesn't feel the need to treat all humans as worthy of love and salvation. And I promise you, uh, you don't need to believe in a God who doesn't believe in you. That's kind of a saying I made up when I was a wow. little kid. And I've, because I would be, you know, there were times when I went to church. My my mom is a Christian. My dad's Jewish. And so I did go to church with my mom sometimes. And I remember sitting there and really listening and asking her all kinds of questions. Like I remember we went to a service one time and they were talking about fearing God. And I truly didn't understand that because I was like, isn't the idea of God to be someone who accepts you and loves you unconditionally? So if you're in a place or in a religion, I'm, I am personally not a fan of religion, but it's done a lot of good things for a lot of people. And I'm not saying to take religion out of your life, but truly you, a God that doesn't believe in you as you are, question that. Um, and as long as who you love treats you with respect and care and kindness, don't let anyone else in your life have the power, uh, to be disappointed in you. And hopefully one day no one will have the fear to ever try and stop you. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it, I'm not defending the actions of the gunman. And I certainly, you know, no matter what happens in your life, there is no, scenario where it is excusable to go and murder other people who are kind of living the joy and the freedom uh, and the pride that you wish you could be living. Um, but also don't let anyone in your life, your father, or your mother ever tell you that you're not good enough just being yourself. And I think that's kind of the larger lesson. This This story is atrocious, but it turned out to be <laughs> like a real moment of reflection. Yeah, I think. Oh, and I liked what the, the president, President Obama said about these gay nightclubs being a sacred place mm -hmm. where people can be free to be themselves because we're fortunate enough to be able to have have frequented gay bars. And it's 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 kind of like I always feel like thank I am very thankful for like the LGBT community to like I'm straight, but I'm an ally and you still are okay with me being here. Like, I appreciate it because I get that it's your your space. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, but it's it's the most, those gay bars are the one of the most magical places, honestly, that I've ever been in because um, you just feel the energy of everyone dancing how they want to dance. 
and and acting how they want to act and saying what they want to say. And it's just this bubble of joy. And it's really, I mean, shitty things can happen and get like, you know, that can happen in non-gay clubs. Shitty things can happen anywhere. Of course. But it's just, it's just this amazing sanctuary. And so, um, God, that's uh, the John Ronson. When he told us that quote from James Gilligan on the episode that he did, that he said, all violence is an attempt to replace shame with self-esteem. When the news started coming out that this, the shooter guy could potentially be gay, where it was clear that maybe he just wasn't scouting these places. Like he had been doing this for a really long time. Mm -hmm. It became so obvious to me that that's what the case was I mean yeah. he he his, his dad is homophobic his yeah. dad has ha- said home very homophobic things in the past so I kind of see where he gets it from chip mm-hmm. off the old block well and imagine being in a home where your own your own dad the you know the half of the pe- people who birthed you uh is saying that who you love and what pleases you sexually is absolutely abhorrent to him. I couldn't imagine that. Mm-hmm. If I had parents who didn't accept me and love me for who I was, I I don't know what I would do. I'm not, I know I'm a strong person, but that might make me weak. Like, I, right. I really don't know if I could... That that would be a tough one, a tough pill to swallow. Right, and it was inter- interesting because I, the first person who I s- saw to kind of take the approach of yes, this was horrible, but Jesus Christ, it would also be horrible to to grow up in a homophobic home like this if you are gay. Was David Crabb, who has been on the podcast, he's a gay man, an author, a storyteller, and it was so happy to. It made me so happy that a, a gay man was the first person to. S- to say that because I totally felt the same way and immediately yeah. shared that. And, and he was like, you know, yeah, the guy pledged his allegiance to ISIS or whatever. Let's but the so- first thing that his father said when he was interviewed was how much his son hated gay people. Like he made it, he, that was, and it was almost like his, his dad was more disappointed or more fearful of having a son that was who is is was gay than having a son who was a terrorist. Yeah, yeah, and that is a very very powerful thing to that digest. Is jarring, that's a lot. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> the I I always try, and I haven't been doing it lately, but like where I've been trying to do this lately of of thinking of, okay, so you have people like Brock Turner who Mm -hmm. was raped. People are commenting, like when I posted about on my Instagram, some people were commenting, castrate him. Right. Well, no. Yeah. Don't castrate him. Okay. We don't need to cut his penis off. (laughs) There's something missing. There's some, there's a reason why he did this. Some of it, it could be as obvious as, well, look at the fucking letter his dad wrote the judge. No, no wonder, you know, but so the night this happened at 2 a.m. Saturday night, technically Sunday morning, right? Mm -hmm. Sunday night, I just just a very jarring day. It was so fucking heartbreaking to see this story unfold and and see all these beautiful people like their friends and families be so affected by it for the rest of I mean, it's the the largest mass shooting in U.S. history that that that's. It's fucking crazy to me. Um, and what was interesting was it was not just it, it, because it was Orlando. There was a lot of like people of color there. So it, it was like there was these two. And you heard uh, Bianca in the intro speaking of that, how 
she is someone who is not only part of the LGBTQIA community, but also a, a of person color. of color. Yeah. So it's just like, and a lot of times, at, even in, in these gay clubs, there is, you know, like one night when it's, you know, Latin night or African-American night, as she said. And it's just so it's just like it, there's sh- layer upon layer yeah. upon layer of, wow, we need to fucking stop as a country and really think about how we're raising our people, our young people. Oh, absolutely. And they're not no one's asking, like, feel bad for me. No, just just really try to have some s- empathy about what it must be like and just be understanding and not if if someone is going through something or going through a problem that you don't understand it's okay you don't have to understand everything and that's what i love so much about the the lgbt community because i feel like every tragedy including this they just handle with so much empathy and so much class oh they're a beautiful community it's, if you feel the anger and the hatred and the kill almost that's not coming from the lgbt community if you look around they have been through so, so many hardships before it's almost like they're like okay we this is awful but We've always been a resilient group of people and we're going to get up and we're going to keep fighting. And this is not going to stop us from celebrating pride. And I just know, and I was just like, God damn. It's like like the who's in Whoville. All the Christmas presents (laughs) get taken away. Very much. And their Christmas turkey, but they still celebrate in the next day because no one can take away their joy. They can uh, temporarily pause it for something really tragic, but very resilient is a good word for that. And, and just thinking of um, thinking of the p- people that commit these these crimes. I the night Sunday night. I was outside. I was writing. We were writing a project. I finally I had been staring at my computer for like three hours. Mm-hmm. I just needed to look at something that was a long distance away. So right. I went outside to smoke a cigarette and my super was outside who I love. He's one of my favorite, favorite people. And we were having this conversation about how drug laws are racist. And he was telling me he used to be a prison um, guard for mm-hmm. all. And I had no idea. And then we were mm-hmm. talking about, um, about his experiences with racism. He's a black man and, and, and how fucked up it is. And then across the street, I hear a woman scream pretty loudly. It wasn't shrieky, but it was like a, almost like a pain scream. Yeah. And you know, it's Murray Hill. Sometimes there's drunk people late at night and they scream and but they're just trying. They're being obnoxious. I have, I've seen people just go just because no reason. Right. Because Murray Hill. Yeah. And um, so we looked over and I, I remember saying to Tony, I'm like, Ugh, Murray Hill. Am I right? He goes, yeah. Wait, is that is that lady on the ground? And I was like, oh, is, is she? And I walk over, I cross the street because then I was starting to tell him how I've called 911 on strangers so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really like, I just like good in a pinch in like a pinch situation. I am clutch as fuck. So I walk over and I see this woman probably a little older than our mother's age. Uh, on the ground, on her knees. She has acrylic, like, you know, cute <laughs> acrylic nails and these beautiful rings on. And she's she's crying and her forehead is is cut and I, I I ask her I'm like hey are you are you okay I did you fall did you what happened she, and he, she was bawling she she was English and she was like oh, I don't know what happened I wasn't sure what it did do and I was like what just you got to calm down we'll right. figure this out and I, I could tell she was drunk and then I look in the corner of the building and 
like probably three feet from me. It was just behind something was this man, um, probably her age. And he had a vape pen and he was in the corner. Like, um, when you discipline, like the look Pinkerton gives you mm-hmm. when you yell at him, mm-hmm. that's the look he had on his face. Uh, I've never yelled at Pinkerton. Or, or, no, I mean, cor- <laughs> correct him. Or if like, if Chris, I don't know. When you, when you discipline a dog. A dog. Yeah. I get yeah. You. <laughs> Um, because Pinkerton kind of always has that look on his face, <laughs> but he looked like that. Right. And he was, and, and I asked, I said, sir, can you tell me what happened here? Uh, <laughs> what, what happened? And then Tony came over and Tony was like, Tony was like, he hit you. Did he hit you? <laughs> and I, I wanted to, I, that's exactly what I thought, but right. I didn't want to assume. And yeah. then, and I said, how did, did he push you? What's, what's going on? Please give me something. Mm-hmm. And he was inebriated, but he could still stand. He just couldn't talk. Like he was soulless. Like you looked at him and he just didn't, he, he didn't really have much behind his eyes, but I didn't really want to look at him. Cause I was, yeah. I was disgusted. Cause I was pretty sure I knew what happened. And then I guess the super from the, or the lobby attendant from the building that they were in front of, ended up calling the ambulance because it, it turned out he had seen that guy push her to the ground and smack her head onto the concrete. Jesus. Yeah. And I, I, I've never, I've never looked a man in the face that just hit a woman. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's because they were both drunk. And I said to her, there was a deli right there. And I said, Hey, I'm going to get you some water. Okay. I think you need to drink some water. Well, the ambulance is coming. We'll get you looked out. It's going to be okay. Um, and she was very, very shaken. And she kept saying, he doesn't usually do this. Right. I'm like, oh, doesn't Christ. usually do this. Right. I'm like, they should, he should never do this. A man doesn't hit a woman. A woman doesn't hit him. You don't, we let's not hit each other. Don't yeah, hit each other. Don't hit each other. <laughs> That's not love. That's not but I also don't understand that issue. I don't understand staying with somebody because, and I can't comment on it because I've never been in that situation. So anything I say, I think is just coming from more of a judgmental speculation place, which doesn't. So I just wanted to be there for her and they were both wasted. I asked her if she wanted something to drink or water. She said, yes, please. And then I was like, should I ask him? Should I be kind to him? And I, and I was like, you know what? I think he probably maybe can, use someone to be kind to him for a second, a yeah. stranger. And so I said, Hey man, are, are you okay? Can do you, can you tell me what happened? He just looked me in the eye and he just looked, he just looked, he looked sad. He looked like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It was really interesting. Um, and I said, I'm going to get you a water. Okay. And let's, how about you go sit on the steps? And, and um, the woman, uh, the older woman was just like hugging me. She's like, thank you. I'm so sorry. This happened. This is, wasn't supposed to happen. We saved up for this trip for, for two years. And this is the last night. And, and the cops came and the cop, one of the cops was this guy. It was so weird. I used to work with Eight years ago at the Apple store, when he was a security guard, he would tell me all of his cop stories because they hire off-duty police officers to do security there. And him and I would chat for hours. He's told me some shit that he's seen in New York. People killing themselves or killing others, like right in front of him, like just crazy. I remember like I was so enthralled by all the stories. He gets out of the car and I'm like, Mike, (laughs) yo, it's Christina. He goes, hey, good to see you. Can I do it? And I was like, oh my God, it's great to see you. Sorry, it's under these circumstances. And then he examined, you know, the guy. Basically, they decided that the guy has to go in the ambulance. She's too drunk to be in public. The woman really wanted to go. She told me where her hotel was. It was eight blocks away. And I, I was like, please let me walk you to your room. Please. They will They will get him 
back to the hotel after he sobered up. I, I really, and then the cop, Mike was like, yeah, because if you guys both go back to your hotel room, I'm going to have to come up again. And then you're going to be all mangled. I don't want that to happen. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it might be true. Um, and so I oh, walked Mike. her, I walked, it was like two 30 in the morning. I walked her back to her hotel room. I was like, do you want to, we can take a cab or we can walk. She goes, I want to walk. And I was like, okay, let's walk. And then I talked to her about how they met. He drives a wagon in a small town in England. She's a housekeeper. And uh, I don't know. It, 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 hearing about a story about something like domestic violence, for example, is is one thing and you form all these opinions, but then when you see it, it's different. And I think like the self-love theme of like a lot of these men that commit these horrible crimes, like maybe uh, there's probably so many factors that have something to do with it, but it's like, you don't love yourself. And I think that's why people act can, can act violently. Well, and also they've never been, you know, maybe perhaps have never, didn't know love or weren't shown it, you know, yeah. and that's not, it's not an excuse because yeah, at some point you really have to take the reins of your own life. Yeah. Um, but she could, I, I asked her, I said, why, why do you, yeah. she revealed that it wasn't the first time he's done this. I'm like, no, a man doesn't hit you. I, I, but I didn't want to tell her to leave because who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? She just wanted someone to walk her home and comfort her and, and hug her and hold her. Right. It's not and your, I mean, it's, it's, it's a not my much place. larger issue than that. Oh yeah. That, so know, I, I kind of professional, laid, but absolutely. So I laid back and I just like, I talked to her about random shit about mm-hmm. cigarettes, about dating, about New York and you know, yeah. was, oh, I don't know. It was just, it was a very weird experience. I've never experienced anything like that well, before. I think, yeah, I think it's an interesting time. You know, there's so much conversation now about what it is to be a woman and all the stuff that, you know, the the societal, the cultural, the beauty industry, the, the all these pressures that we have to be, you know, perfect uh, in a way. But I think that doesn't mean that the conversation needs to stop or maybe it should start about the it way start. we treat men. Um, and especially like, you know, the way we we raise men in many countries, but you to know, emotionally in, in America, yeah, to to not be emotional, to not show weakness, to not be open to things that are like sexually weird. Like it's kind of even like now it's like most, you know, that the, the TV sitcom dad is going to be fine with his daughter who's being a lesbian because, oh, great. Well, she's not going to be around dad, you know, terrible men like me. Yep. But there's not the same kind of okayness with a with a gay son um so yeah just think about that and think about and be kind to yourself and what you need and and even the worst the worst criminals and and the worst murderers and people in history you know they had they had shit i i truly i as much as i hate everyone i truly don't believe that anyone wakes up in the morning and decides to be bad just for the fuck of it. Yeah, I agree. You're learn. You're taught it. And that is that. How oh, we are going to switch tones. <laughs> this is a tonal switchery, a tonal mind warning. Because yeah. Uh, so our guest today is uh, someone that I didn't even know I've been wanting to interview my whole huh. life. I met him when I was a guest on a Sam Robert Show at Sirius XM. And I didn't know who he was. I just knew that they were they were saying he's a DJ. I'm like, oh, cool. He's like a host here or whatever. And then he was talking about all this p- 
pussy he gets. And I'm like, I've been wanting to talk to a dude who gets pussy the way you get pussy. And he was showing drowning his phone. Puss. Yeah. Drowning. And I, I was like, what the fuck? So... And then it turns out he's this very prestigious DJ change really influenced hip hop culture. Like mm-hmm. by you'll he tells this crazy fucking story about how he started. And I mean, he is a staple in the hip hop community. And it was it was a pleasure and a joy to talk to him. Yeah. And listen to it with an open mind because you're gonna, yes. you're going to feel like you want to get angry. Just fucking put that aside for a second and listen to the goddamn conversation. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Zalman that we've had on the podcast. Yeah. People are like, why would you have him? Because he's a person who exists. We need to hear all sides of the story, Everyone. not just the ones that make you feel comfortable in your coochie area. Yeah. Yeah. But this might make you feel comfortable in your coochie area. <laughs> Too comfortable for Someone's got to learn what pancake stack is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our guest, DJ Woo Kid. say it so white DJ well it was amazing when we walked in she was like hi dj who kid hi i'm gonna call you dj who kid it's okay all the time what's your, can, can i call you what your real name is uh nobody calls me that my mother calls me who kid like i've been wow are you serious is it secret what your real name is no it's online it's eve's mon desir it's like some spy I knew it was french fucking france or some shit okay. like some haitian spy but uh <laughs> But it's uh yeah, it's Eve's Mondezia, but nobody nobody could say that. I was, it seems like you can't even pronounce your own name. I lost my name. The only time I hear my name is like if it's like uh if I'm in court. <laughs> right. Or police pull me over and I gotta pull up my ID. And how uh, often does that happen? All the time. Yeah. Okay. How many times have you been to court? Uh well you and your ex wife all the time. Uh, so I was like, you know, she wants more money. She wants, to, you know, I try to kill her. Maybe I don't know. Did what? you or didn't you? <laughs> nah, I was. I'm not. I plead the fifth, but you know, nah. You, but you were accused of trying to kill <laughs> no, her. No, 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 no. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, lol. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little try to kill my wife joke. Fucking bitch. Yeah. I hate her. Oh boy. Okay. Well, we'll get to that, and we'll get to all the pussy that you get that I'm so impressed by. Oh yeah. Um. But so how. Your childhood. Let's start there. Let's start like chronologically. Uh, what was that like? Where are you from? Uh, born in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, Flatbush, where they had the rats and all that back in the days. Mm-hmm. Uh, near the, I guess the circle they call the Federal Circle, where their banks are. But all the all the rats was out there, so kids used to play with the rats and stuff. <laughs> it was fun. Play with the rats. Oh. Play, you know, play fetch know. with a rat. I mean, you, you grab them by their tail, you hold them up and stuff like. They were huge. That seemed like you're torturing them. <laughs> Not Dude. playing. No animal rights in the fucking 80s. It was like. <laughs> oh, okay. A, a rat is a rat. So a how toy. how was your childhood? Like, um, who was who raised you? Do you uh, have siblings? 
three brothers, uh, one, two Haitian parents. Okay. Um, one Haitian mom's that shitted so much that uh, my father was screaming like, ooh, like all the time. That's how I got my name. Because she was pooping? Yeah, the, the pool was ridiculous. It just it smelled like really bad. Like, so my father would scream like, <laughs> ooh, like for like a long time, like a soccer, you know, the Spanish soccer games where yeah. you watch those and when they score a goal and yeah. they're screaming goal for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine like, ooh. But for your mom shitting. Yeah, so I took the ooh to school. Uh, so if a kid get beat up, I'd be like, ooh, get out of here. Or if I saw some titties, I'd be like, ooh, wow, look at their boobs. Like, So the kids in school called me the who kid because I couldn't stop saying who. Oh. So. Uh, That's why you have two O's in it because yeah. it's a longer who. Oh, okay. And then it was such a coincidence because uh, I lived, when I moved to Queens, my house got robbed. You know, everybody gets their house robbed in Brooklyn and shit. So. They stole my father's phonogram, whatever it was, uh, the old school tapes, the big giant ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was furious. So he moved because of that. He didn't care about, like, us being in danger. Fuck my kid's safety. <laughs> Don't take about, my things. All he cared about was his bullshit audio system. What a stupid <laughs> Haitian, whatever, right? So he, we moved to Queens, and then uh, I live next door to this guy called DJ Clue. Okay. And DJ Envy, who's on the radio. Wow. Envy lived uh, two blocks away from me, so... Uh, He's the reason I became a DJ. So I just nice. put the DJ in front of the who, because everybody was calling me who kid anyway. I didn't want to be Scratch Master X, like some corny <laughs> really? ass name. I'm not talking about other DJs out there, but I didn't want to. Yeah, you don't read a Scratch Max Master X type dude. And plus I was robbing the industry with Clue and Envy in those days, because we were the kings of like going through every studio out here that Jay-Z, Nas, everybody was working in, and we pay the engineer to give us their unfinished music. Wow. That's, mm. what, that's what we were known for. We would leak unfinished versions of their songs. So it'd be like Jay-Z rapping and then it'd be missing a hook. Like we leaked one more chance. With, did it, with did he verse. find that out? I mean, obviously it's out there now. I mean. Did he send a group of dudes after you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why they call me the who. I kept the who kid name because nobody knew who the kid was that was doing it. <laughs> Clue was the only one that was ahead of the game because he got a little more popular. He leaked. Biggie's one more chance. Whoa. And Biggie went on the radio. It was like, yo, I'm going to kill this nigga. Jesus. Damn. DJ Clue on Flex's show. And then uh, we gained our popularity. I wasn't really known yet, but I was. You were the, getting there. One of the underlings with the gun going, stealing everything. And, Damn. and that's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how I was known for it. And I got kidnapped by Big Pun. You got kidnapped by Big Pun? In the van, everything. Where were, Okay, describe what you were doing seconds leading up to the kidnapping. Uh, this is fascinating. I was laughing because I thought I was going to get a, a thousand dollars a DJ. But. <laughs> and so you got kidnapped. <laughs> so that's this is a weird way to get hired, but sure. I Did thought, they put a, a a thing over your face like a bag, <laughs> like ISIS? No, that was like ISIS and then like no. Nah, but the thing is, uh, they tricked me because I DJed a week before for three hundred dollars. I opened up for Four Mass and Flex, so they tricked me into st- stating that yo, we need you for another gig. With mm. Massive Flex. So that's oh. why I believed them. So I, I, they, they told me to meet them in front of the Apollo. So it's safe. You know, I, I went up there. I had a Honda Accord with the lights that went up. Yeah, the yeah. old school bullshit yeah, car. Wow. I wasn't wow. making no money. I was a loser or whatever. So I took some goons with me with guns or whatever. But <laughs> I told them to come because I was going to get them weed. Uh-huh. Weed to make anybody come out. And support you and, yeah. and protect you, you know. So I get there, and then uh, the Spanish kid. Uh, I, I first of all, I get on the phone because the promoter, so-called promoter, wasn't there, like to meet me on time. So I had this, I had this thing with promoters. I would curse them out. Like I get on the phone, and meanwhile, this is like, 
like 90s, so there was no cell phone. I was so gonna say, yeah. I had to get out and put a quarter in a payphone. <laughs> and call you this, motherfucker! I'm calling and cursing out, and it, this guy's breathing crazy. So I, I'm thinking it's the promoter. I, I, the last thing I'm thinking, it's big pun. Like, what would I think is big pun? So right. big pun is shooting band for band for TV is his video with Nas, Noriega, like ten other rappers in a the video. They brought the song that I played on my tape to the video shoot. Oh. And played it in front of Pun. It was a song where I think uh, Jay-Z's boy was dissing Big Pun. I was the only DJ to play it on the tape. No other oh. DJ <laughs> in the tri-state area dared to play this on the tape. But I didn't know. I was leaking songs to sell. Yeah. I was making like 30 grand a month selling bullshit tapes. Like, oh, wow. Damn. So I didn't give a fuck about who was on there. So uh, they're having a meeting. Somebody brought a boombox. This is how old school it was. A boombox played in front of Pun. And Nori and all these guys, Nas like, like fainting, like they can't believe. Cause this song was like his boy. I think I forgot who the rapper was, but they were talking about like fucking Pun's mother and ass and watch her bleed and all this. Oh, that's a lot. That's a little rude. And my dumb ass, I don't listen to verses on records. I just (laughs) you didn't even know that was in there. New Pun, (laughs) right? Let it go. (laughs) Whatever it is, it is. DJ Who Kid. So, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, they're they're wondering who the fuck am I because I never showed my faces because I was stealing everybody's shit. Yeah. So yeah, you can't show your face. So you they, they thought they thought I was DJ Clue. So that Saturday, that if they didn't catch me Saturday, they were gonna get DJ Clue on Monday. Who he worked at Hot ninety seven, so his show was Monday. Oh my So shit. they thought that he was an alias, like he had like a, a second DJ name leaking other ridiculous shit that he could get in super trouble for. Mm. But it actually was me. But uh. My dumb ass picked up the phone and thought that it was a guy that wanted to pay me to DJ for a thousand. I was getting like 200, 300 at the time to DJ. So I told this guy, don't call my manager. I'll come up there. Yeah, yeah. Give me the thousand. I'll be the whole thing. Yeah. So I get there. Save that 10%. Then you get kidnapped. Fast forward, I get there with the whack Honda Accord, the lights that go up. And then fucking uh, the Spanish kid comes out of nowhere with a Benz. So once you see that automatically is like, oh, this is Flex's homeboy. Like, he's coming <laughs> to give me the money. Like, I told my boys, we're going to get weed. So we, he said, yo, just follow me. Um, Flex and, uh, you know, they're waiting for you on 130 Summer Street in Harlem, which is a fucking dead end. Sh- it's, it's one of those projects where there's only one way in and out. Yeah, uh, It's called like, like a, a cul-de-sac. Sa- yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, but the thing that's crazy, they had a van in the middle of the cul-de-sac. Oh, that's not good. That was hooked up. It had rims and everything. So okay. I, I automatically, I assumed. Oh, so it's not a rape kidnap van. It's a, a it's a music up. van. It looked like, oh shit, well, Flex is the in there. Best van to kidnap someone. Yeah. It's so a I, fun van. I get there. And then uh, I told my boys, yo, let me just get this money. Don't worry about it. So I told my boys, stay in the car. So they all in a car bullshitting, whatever, picking their nose. I get out. So the, the thing that's cool is the, the the Spanish kid with the Benz went to the right, so I had to park to the left. So for me to get out, I got out. He's like, ooh, you're who kid? I was like, yeah, I'm who kid. Oh, let's go see Flex. Let's get this money. So I'm looking to the left. There's a Puerto Rican kid sitting on a bench. I look to the other right. I see another part. I was like, damn, Flex got a lot of Puerto Ricans hanging with him lately. <laughs> but I wasn't even thinking about the pun thing at all. Until I got like to the left and you had to go around to the side of the van. Yeah. So now the way they park the van, it blocks the view of where my car is parked, where my boys are. So all they could see is me go behind the van. And then once this, the door starts sliding, I see like this big silhouette, this big holy fat shit. silhouette in the car. I'm like, I got closer and closer. I was like, holy shit. So I get closer. Once I saw like pun, the mixtape came up in my head. Like, oh no. 
So <laughs> I try to fucking, you know, do the industry bullshit. I try to put my hand out. Yo, what up, put Like, praying to God that this is not about the mixtape or anything. So I put my hand out. Maybe he just loves me. Yeah, he just want to meet He's you. He's just a fan. He put, yo, know, he had the Tyrannosaurus arms because he was so big. <laughs> I don't Little know. Little stick arms. I don't even know how he got it behind his head. He was like, like <laughs> <laughs> he put it behind his head. And I was like, oh, shit. So he was like, yo, man, you know, he talked like that scruffle voice. Yeah. <laughs> come, come talk to me in the car. Let's talk in the car. <laughs> I was like, hell no, I'm not talking to this car. What are you talking about, fun, yo? So I try to reverse. I try to, like, back up so my friends can see that I'm in trouble. But the way they parked the, the van, oh, I, would, that strategically. I, would, I would literally have to, like, go so far to see, like, yeah. my friend and be like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Why is he so far away? So while I'm backing, my hands go down. So once my hands go down... Yo, big pun had a Uzi. The other guy had a gun. Oh, like, whoops. I closed my eyes, and when I opened them, I was in the van. That's how fast I was in the van. Oh, my oh. God. I closed my eyes, and I was in the Did van. Did you think you were going to get shot? I thought I was going to die. I started, yeah. I started screaming in there, like, yo, I'm going to die for a song. What's going on? And, like, oh. It was crazy. So they, they made me, like, kneel in the van. Like, big pun was sitting on this hooked up chair I don't know like he's the only one in this one chair in the back <laughs> the whole van was for him the whole van was him that's like the villain in an Inspector Gadget I imagine that wow. would be great it was like a nightmare so I'm screaming and then uh, he was just like his boy was in there with me cause I'm on my this is, I don't know how fucking big this van was but his boy was in there with me I'm on my knees are you blindfolded at this point no I wasn't blindfolded I, I was just looking at everything I'm looking at my loser friends in the car like <laughs> Like, like laid they up. They have no like, idea. They're like, I just want weed, man. They don't know what. They don't know what's going on. So Pun is like telling me to get up and uh, sit next to him. Like I was like, where? Like there's not really that much room. Like he's so fucking huge. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then he ripped out some fat jokes, and then he loved you more. No. <laughs> The worst thing is every time I meet a promoter, I always have a tape on me. Like, you know, back then it was cassettes. So it's the cassette of the recent tape. Dead. So when I get when I got up, I was getting up so I could find where to squeeze in to talk to this guy. The tape falls, falls out. Falls on the floor. And all I heard, all I can remember is like, God, tell I walk out. Like his homeboy was screaming like the top of his lungs. I thought, and I was like, I'm gonna die. Like I started screaming. Oh like, my God. So Pun is yelling at his boy, get out of here, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out the car. Like he kicks the guy out and then they shut the door. I thought maybe I could run out when they open the door, but they shut it so quick. Like I was like, so it's me and Pun in there now. And he's and he's just like telling me how he's like with the, um, you know, like the, the Latin Kings are laughing at him because of this song. Like oh. my, my song went so that that song I leaked went so deep that it was like gang warfare and people were wow. laughing at him. He was like, yo, I know you don't know what's going on because I see your car. <laughs> I was like, that's why I brought up this Honda. You surely ain't more making that much money. <laughs> I wasn't making Andy. I was DJ Zero. Like, who is yeah. this fucking kid? Like, because I was just making it to make money. I didn't think that it would lead. To like to everything I have today, like you know me being in Dubai. I, yeah, you know, come on, this is like '94. Who the fuck is thinking about like I'm gonna put this tape out and one day I'll be with Arabs, like fucking bitches and shit. Like, right, Arab bitches, man. <laughs> fuck things about that. So he's in a car t- explaining to me like how the street works and everything. So he said, "Yo, next time you put something out, it's obvious you don't know what you're doing." Because he was like, I guess he was logical with it. He said, next time you put something out, then you're really coming at me. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you go. But on your next mixtape, I want you to fucking curse out Jay-Z on the intro. I want you to say, fuck Jay-Z. Wow. That's a minor request. I was like, 
whatever you want, buddy. Huh? Just get me the fuck out of here, right? So he tells me, all right, he explains this whole list of shit he want. So he finally lets me go. So he tells me, give me five minutes to leave here. Like, this, once I leave, but I totally forgot he told me that because I was, like, in shock or whatever. And I didn't tell my friends that I was, like, hemmed up. Because remember, I told you I came with friends with yeah, guns. Yeah, yeah. So I got in the car. And I sat in the car. He's like, yo, what's up? I said, no, we good. We good, man. They're going to give me the money later. You know, like. It's fine. Don't worry about yeah, it. Don't worry about it. Right. So I didn't want to tell my cousin and his stupid friends. They probably would have went crazy. I don't know. Like, so I didn't tell them. So I started driving. When they started taking off, I started driving too. So now the van stops. And then the Spanish kid comes out again. He's like, yo, just give me five minutes. I was like, oh, and I forgot that he told me that. I reversed the car into like a dumpster. Like, oh. like I fucked up my whole <laughs> rear of my car. Like, wow. So when I when I fucking reversed and crashed into the dumpster, like, and I just stood there, my boy's looking at me like, you all right? Like, what's wrong with you? I was like, no, I'm good. What happened in that van? Good, son. Like, I'm like, yo, homie, I'm good. Yo, don't talk about nothing. So once I go off, yo, two other vans came out the side. Oh my god! Holy so he had it, shit! He had everything Big mapped. Pun out. has like fucking spies on the roofs. He had everything mapped out. So if my friends would have got out and like let's say try to like shoot him or whatever, or came out the car, he had two other. There was two when he took off. Two other vans came out from the left and right of the projects. Wow! And followed him and went around and left. And then I waited like maybe like four minutes, and then I just. Going. Wow. So it's like he orchestrated, like he was really the real gangster. Like, like he, he was seemed very understanding, though. He was very, you know, because he had to think. Like, it's like, yeah. well, what are you gonna do? Kill this stupid fucking Haitian kid that leaked some dumb shit, and then I'm gonna lose because he had the biggest record out. Like, him yeah, and, uh, I think he had him and uh, Joey did that. Yeah, him, like him and Jay Z had the top singles out, and he hated Jay Z. They had like some ongoing beef. beef. They, I think they fought in the club and then they hit Jay-Z over there with the bottle. But oh. Jay-Z never rebuttaled with anything. No record, nothing. So Jay-Z's homeboy came out with a record, went at them, and my dumb ass leaked that song. Wow. Okay. DJ Who Kid, you leaking a lot of shit. And then the, the, the thing that's crazy is uh, he was like, yo, when we meet up again, come to the studio. I'm going to give you a, a diss record to put on a next tape to diss Jay-Z. Uh, so in my head, I'm like, I'm I'm a fucking nobody, but I'm about to be somebody. Now you're like, a pawn. I'm about to be like the illest motherfucker. If he comes out with this record, then I'm out of here. So I was like, I'm bringing like 30 niggas to the studio. <laughs> Cause I'm not getting kidnapped again. Yeah. I just want the record and I'm out of there, right? Yeah. So uh, I think a week before I'm supposed to meet him in the Bronx to do this song, uh, the the label, I think Steve Rifkin or whatever, calls my, I don't know how he got my phone and was like, yo, I know what you guys are about to do, but we deaded it. Like, we're not gonna, because he was like, yo, because in the car, he's like, I'm going to Rockefeller and I'm going to that, that office. We'll fuck it up. Do whatever, like uh, I just wanted to know what happened, and then literally he went the next day and went to the office. Whole crew of fucking Spanish dudes went to Rockefeller Jay Z shit, did whatever there. I don't know how far it went. Wow! They found a rapper who talked shit about him, put whatever in his mouth, and he went to the station. Oh, I don't know big pun. I don't know who who kid is. Why who kid put this out? So he did all that gangster stuff, like. Damn. Regulated everything. And then the I think Steve Rifkin calls me and was like, yo, this record's not coming out. Like we 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 kind of like did it everything, blah, blah, blah. So they did a, a fake handshake. If you ever look at the Double XL magazine, there's a fake handshake with Big Pun and Jay-Z. They had to because they both had top singles. Beef would have deaded their so the labels, both of their labels mm-hmm. the labels would have lost their money. They would have lost yeah. crazy money with them going at each other. Like one of them would have got killed or one of them would have. Who yeah. knows? We, yeah. So there goes my fucking shit. 
But I was just like, yo, this is kind of cool that I fucking indirectly caused like a huge beef. Kind of like sidestep rap war from some. So dumb you're shit. like, I'm somebody now. And then you came. When did you become a part of Fifty Cent's crew? Uh, like literally, I think maybe like a year later. Oh, okay. So it was quickly after. Yeah. Now, go ahead. No, my cousin was the manager of Fifty. So okay. Yeah. When 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 they had beef and all that shit, like they stabbed up the DJ in the in the in in the studio where they had beef, the Ja Rule and Irv Gotti nonsense. Yeah. The first DJ got stabbed in the stomach and left (gasps) town. Oops. Oh my god! So his stomach was I'm bleeding. S- I'm so glad you're alive, DJ Kid. <laughs> Yo, you don't want to know. You almost died, um, probably many other times. Yeah, you're very casual about all these stabbings and almost uh, getting shot. I would be more on edge. I think. I mean, even before, like, even before, like, dealing with Fifty, like, I've DJed for like CNN. The first person I DJed for was like Juvenile, like back Damn. that ass up. Like, mm-hmm. You're a fine motherfucker. Oh wow! He's just the one that introduced me to like white girls and like you could press a button and. You don't have to do shit. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, what? What? <laughs> White girls and a button. Come again? This, this is, he introduced me to this thing called a replay machine because I had to do a tape with him. I used to go down south because New York was the shit. Fuck everywhere else. Nobody cared about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. West Coast. There was no like NWA. It was just everything New York. Nas, Jay-Z, whoever was Pop Biggie. That's They're all, all from Brooklyn. We were yeah. the shit. Nobody cared about what, what else was going on. But mm-hmm. me, I needed to sell more tapes. So when you send stuff down south and it's like all oh, this East Coast shit on there, you know, some of the South dudes hate. Oh, these fucking guys only care about. So I would go down there and I would find like who's the hottest dudes. So that's where I met Lil Wayne when he was 12. <gasps> you met Lil Wayne when he was 12? 12. I filmed everything. Like I, I documented all the weirdos that before they blew up. Wow. T.I. When I first met T.I., he pulled a gun out on me. He thought I was trying to kill him. Why do you floor. think you were going to try to kill him? Because I, like I said, I was filming, I was documenting stuff, so I didn't want it to look like I'm in a hotel. So me uh, and my dickhead film director, we would flip the beds over <laughs> and put it to the side like of the wall. Like some Scarface shit, but you're just trying to film. But he had plastic on the floor this time. I was like, so so I told... <laughs> For the bodies. I told T.I.'s manager to tell T.I. just to come up to the hotel. We're ready to, Holy we're shit. Ready to film. So imagine a super young T.I. who everybody... He thinks everybody's trying to kill him. Oh, my God. Opens the door and see like a bed flipped over in plastic. Yeah. And me coming out the bathroom. I just finished peeing. I just came out the bathroom. He thinks oh, I'm going to kill him and wrap oh, him wow. with the plastic. He pulls out the gun and just like put, puts it to my head and put, yo, partner. Like, you know, what the fuck, partner? Like... And then his magic comes like, yo, this whole kid, what are you doing? <laughs> kid, how many you... times have you almost died because there was a gun to your head? Like, how many times have you had a gun to your head? Uh, I've been in a lot of shootouts, like performances, like people shooting. Were you there when 50 Cent got shot in the face? I wasn't there. I was, uh, Damn. That's, I came in after he got shot. Oh, okay. So it's kind of crazy. Like, I used to DJ for CNN, Capone Noriega, and I've seen every shootout, every gunshot. Perform with Mob Deep when they had shook ones, and I've seen. Oh so, have you actually been shot yourself? I was like an expert in hiding in speakers. Like, I knew every speaker system and <laughs> where to hide in. Oh like, so, you've never been shot? I was in the speaker. Like, I was the speaker one time. Wow. Like, I had to wait for the shit to be over, and then I come out the speaker. As like, <laughs> uh, DJ Hookin, <laughs> here I am. I survived. So fucking alive. So, uh, with this podcast, we, we talk a lot about sex on the podcast. It's called Guys We Fucked, obviously. And what what I made me? Any guys though, like, no, no, no. This oh, is no. The guys. We fucked. We did oh. the fucking with the but guys. But my, have you <laughs> fucked a lot of girls? Oh yeah. And that is so. F- I have never met a person in my life who has gotten so much pussy as I have. Like you were just briefly telling me 
stuff that happens to you, like girls coming up. How many people do you DJ in front of when you DJ? Like how many people um, usually did you say? It could be like a thousand or like, I don't know, 10,000. I did a hundred thousand in Bucharest. Holy shit. And girls just come up to you in the DJ booth and like show you their pussy? Oh uh, yeah, we we started this thing called Moisture Mob years ago. And oh boy, then, uh, ooh, well, that's... Well, it, it, it really went deeper. It started as Sada Pop. Like uh, I started this stupid word called Sada Pop. It was like a code for like when the groupies in the hotel room. Uh, and, then, and then if 50 walks in, I'd be like, Sada Pop. And 50 be like, Sada Pop. I'd be like, Sada Pop. So these girls are trying, ready to fuck? That's yeah, what that means? She's ready to fuck, but she she already told me she's going to fuck me. But, okay. But Sada Pow means she's going to fuck everybody. So the, the big code word was Sada Pow, where, you know, you could run a train on a girl. So it's A all train? About, it's all about you being the first car. I'd be like, people scream, yo, third car, fourth car. A train of dudes. So in like no matter bang. what car, yeah. if you're the first car, you're the first person to have sex with the girl. You don't, you don't want to be the 11th car. Okay. Sheesh. Did you guys wear hmm. condoms when you did trains on girls? Oh, yeah, I was at Oh, condoms. you did? But not my friends. I don't know. Some people didn't. I mean. Now, how... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are girls that I'm just trying to get behind the mentality of a Wives. girl who wants to get. But now I get yeah. it. I yeah. get wanting like I have a fantasy of a, a gangbang fantasy. Mm -hmm. But like in order for that to actually happen, I would need to like know and trust at least a little bit the dudes and make sure they're tested. Like I got to have all these precautions, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying? so that I can enjoy. <laughs> There's no testing in the hip hop lifestyle, Christina. <laughs> nah, they, they, they're more into like. The whole like escaping from reality and entering our hotel room, train. hotel room where all right, they just saw the concert. They saw Eminem. They saw Fifty. They they hung out with us. Like, can you imagine a girl being in front of like Fifty M at the same time? No, They'll I fuck. can't imagine me doing it. But I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck. I mean, I'd want to fuck him, but I wouldn't fuck him. I'm not saying every girl, but there's some women that they just want to like have that in their fucking like repertoire like all right this is what i've done like you know just it's no different from like you know i've spoken to the dudes and like i don't know the eagles they're kind of old school or willie Nelson. yeah like they be fucking like they crazy. do trains too i'm like, sure but girls just do things like spontaneous like we had a wife that the husband came and picked up like she told the husband i'm getting autographs from like 50 but she damn near fucked like everybody really came everywhere like fucked up the bed she like, came on the bed, all over the bed. Three hundred dollar fucking. I never saw a three hundred dollar fine for like soaking like <laughs> the mattress. <laughs> like the mattress, it was so much. I was like, "What is wrong with her?" Like, so she, squirting, she was having, probably. She was having fun. That was what was wrong. Where does all that liquid come from? She's like, I don't know where it is, but it's in there. Girls yeah. squirt, and there can be like puddles. Like yeah. a three hundred dollar fucking like a wet bed bill. Like, yeah, I, I never saw that ever in my life. N nor have I, I. But <laughs> you know. Sometimes, but wait. So how how do they get to you? Well, when that happens, like when you're with fifty on the road and you have a girl and you're like, "What's that word? Bought a pow? Sada pow? Well, that, that's how it started. It started with sada pow. And then uh, what what I would do is I would scope like while I'm DJing, I just look around like. Yeah, as well as you do. Yeah, we're doing the same. Don't concert. worry about the music. We're doing the same concert. Yeah, fucking day. I do shoot my eyes closed. So I just look <laughs> around and see who's like really up close or who's in. Usually we get these girls in the um. You know, the meeting, we call it meet and beat, like fuck meet and greet shit. Like meet and uh, beat. Meet and beat is like uh beat that pussy. Up. <laughs> we always see like the girls, they they go hard to just like meet us and stuff. Yeah. So, right. The there's protocols, like there's lists. We call it lists where some girls will just be like, yo, we don't care. As long as we get to fifty, even if they don't fuck fifty, we just wanna get to his room and say what's up, photo. So those is fuck security, everybody. Those are like different like fucking your they way to the top fuck, truly fuck up Which is fucking their way up to 50 cent really. I, find, I find it disgusting but i've met like incredibly beautiful girls and i always they used to call me super nigga because i was the <laughs> one that used to be like yo captain save a hole whatever they call me 
Um, because... Wait, 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 wait. You're going way too <laughs> wait, fast. Yeah, we have a Slow question. down this train, but not the train where people are getting fucked. Just the, a regular, like, talking train. They're, they're fucking. They're on that train. Right. Like, they, I just can't believe that these girls will fuck 10 guys just to get whatever. But, but they, you're one of these people sometimes that they're fucking, are you not? I was in the beginning, but then I just, you know, I got a little respect for my dick in the fucking fourth tour. So I was like, <laughs> yo, let me just fuck, like, two bitches by myself. I guess I'll do two alone. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it cash. It, it, it's just like, you know, sometimes I'd be like, yo, you're, like, ridiculous ridiculously bad and pretty like you could be somebody's wife like i would stop what i'm doing to be with you but you're about to fuck like all my friends right and you know and i'm the one that i'll still talk to them but then they'll like they'll knock on my door and then they just get up and then they just like they just like fuck everybody like i just this is mind-boggling is there, is there when a they fight you're also fucking everybody so like why would someone want to be married to you I mean, I'm on the road having fun. I'm looking at it as having fun. They're man. having fun too, though. You know, see, like it's kind of, it's the same kind of. But thing. But, I'm, but I have the finances to stop and be like, yo, I'm only gonna fuck with you. Where this chick can't even take a, get a cab home. Sometimes we gotta pay for the cab or getting breakfast. Maybe and, it's not that you they can't pay for it. Maybe that's it's they part of it is that you it. they want you to pay for it. Well, maybe we got tricked. Fuck it. I mean, well, I, don't think they, bucks. I don't think they fucked wow, 10 wow. guys for a cab ride home. I mean, I don't think. Yo, you think if we fuck him, he get us a shuttle home? <laughs> I think so. I want some disco fries. Yo, pancakes at the fucking Beverly Hills is expensive, so, dog. Do you, so Shit. these girls that are doing... What, so let's take the girls that are like... The girls that you fucked now, mm-hmm. okay? You've, have you ever fucked a girl in your DJ booth? Well, yeah, of course. Do you have respect for these girls? There's not really a, a respect thing going on. It's more of like, especially in the EDM world, it's just like... Everybody's just zapped out. Just fucking everybody? There's no room for respect when you're like either drugged up or zapped out drunk, high. Are you on are you um, higher in drugs when I don't you're do, fucking? I don't do any drugs. I smoke weed or I drink a lot of like vodka, cranberry, or whatever, or whatever <laughs> they give me. You know, it kinda of sounds kinda of gay. Like, that's a like, pussy ass drink, yeah. DJ Who kid. My gay best friend loves making vodka crayons <laughs> at gay clubs. I don't even like what vodka crayons. What a fucking writer. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your writer? Just put pussy ass drinks. Like I, I had a word whilst like all right, like I know a lot of the big EDM DJs, but a lot of them are just, you know, they're like conservative. With How no, so? Like with, with their Steve, dick? I, Steve Aoki is very conservative. Like this girl's like he's like a monkey flying everywhere, hanging off of shit. Incredible crowds, amazing show. Yeah. There's always some bitch in the in the DJ booth that wants to suck his dick or, or fuck him. But mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm good. So one day I met him in Vegas. I, I went to his show. I hung out with him and then uh, I was with, uh, was that guy Dan Brazilian? Whatever that crazy guy, Dan Brazilian. He gets like all the bitches on his Instagram. He's like, oh, that, that millionaire dude from yeah, poker. He be having, like, dude, his mm-hmm. Instagram is fascinating. He be having naked bitches on tanks and shit yeah. like that. Cleaning so, his fucking bathroom. I'm like, ugh. So I'm, you. I'm fucking amped because of my work on my Instagram, but when I'm, <laughs> I, I seen him. You're nothing compared to that, dude. He's like out of here rich. He pays for all that shit. But he saw me. He's like, yo, that's who can believe it. So I'm like, well, what the fuck is this guy happy to see me? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I get him for free. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> but it's just that's crazy. He's like, this chick came out of nowhere where me and Dan finally like linked up. He's like, yo, who kid? What's going on here? This chick came out. I want to suck Steve's dick now. So she just said that? She's yeah. like, I, can I please suck Steve's dick? And, then we were, and then we, it stopped us from like, having this like conversation gave on fire your shit. romance but yeah we couldn't believe that we saw each other shit and then fucking we looked at each other that we looked at steve and then i tapped steve like steve is like doing his edm putting his hands up and all this dumb shit whatever he does right i'm like yo this girl wants to suck your dick he's like what i don't want to get my dick like i want to finish rocking this crowd so Aww. i was like 
And then Dan's like, yo, suck who gets dick now? Fuck it. And then the chick was like, all right. <laughs> it was just like, I was like, okay. And then you put down your pants. You rolled it, it's your pants. It's a closed, it's like a, it's like a. Enclosed. Uh, it's not like it's open and the whole crowd right. can see. Like, but did just Dan. everyone have a good time. Did Dan saw it. Yeah, Dan, Dan was like, suck his dick now. This is historical. I was like, yeah. Like, and it was just like, it was amazing. Historical, right? <laughs> We're up there with the freeing of the slaves. Signing of the Declaration of Independence. It should be up there. It and should. women's suffrage. <laughs> <laughs> Next now, to Obama this shit, is I'll a weird, because, uh, 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 okay, so the tagline is, we're guys, we fuck the anti-slut shaming podcast, mm-hmm. right? So our, our thing is like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like do, if you want to fuck a bunch of people, fuck a bu- as long as you're happy with what you're doing, right? Mm. But but what, what, are you thought, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, you can, but. Don't make uh, someone feel bad about their sexuality. I don't make nobody feel bad about it. Me, I go with the flow, and then I, I do have choices. Like, it's not yeah. like I'm fucking, like, if it's, like, two incredibly bad, unbelievably beautiful chicks, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Right. But it's like, if it's, like, two crunchy chicks, I'm what the fuck? Crunchy chicks? It's called crunchies. Like, What's a just, crunchy chick? They're just, like, nasty-looking, chubby, whatever. They just want to fuck, you know? You're Easy. not, you're not chicks who you're not yeah, sexually attracted to. Yeah, so you like to fuck people who you find attractive. That's like normal. That's normal. Bullshit. And it's worth filming because I, I document a lot of my fucking, because I want to show my kids that when I grow up, this uh, what, what come again? You document your, you having sex for your kids? When they're like 21, I'm just going to show them what daddy did. Really? I don't think your kids are not to, not to you pop see your, your balloon, fuck? but I don't yeah. think anyone's ever going to want to watch that. Who's your kid? <laughs> I would never, I don't care who my dad had sex with or how great he was at it. I, that's never. I mean, yo, man, two girls, three girls, pancakes. My pancakes is historical. I got, it's a okay, point where Describe salt. Corinne what a pancake is to Corinne, because I learned this when I talked to you last and uh, I, was, like, I was amazed. Banana chocolate chip or? Blueberry walnut. <laughs> no, it's like when you stack. Like if you if you're having like two, three girls, you stack them. So and then um, I'm sorry, like how, you physically stack them. It's like uh, tummy, tummy on tummy or back on. It's like three doggy styles. It's like you just like oh, so more like a a cheerleader pyramid gone wrong. And it looks very beautiful. You see like three vaginas in a row. Mm. It's just like oh yeah. my god. So usually the pancake effect is what you're hitting. You know, if you have respect for them, you switch your condom, you hit one, you switch it, you hit the second, switch right. you third. And you know, you have respect. Like, you know, you're fucking yeah. like three girls, they don't know each other. No, or that's, maybe they do. I don't know. You were treating them like ladies. That's, Who cares, mm-hmm. right? But then it ends with the syrup. I always scream syrup. And, syrup is and like, then you jizz on them and it goes down it like goes syrup on a pancake. I'm, I'm catching on. It's amazing. Now, it's are like, they cool with you jizzing on all their pussies at once? Yeah. And like, do you fun. say yell syrup before you just on all their pussies? Syrup. Like, I film it. So I was like, wow. And I've, and I've, have and you I've, ever uploaded any of these to like you porn? I have like 12. You can make a lot of money. I think I got like 12 to 17 celebrities that we share. Or I have a billionaire guy. He sends me all his pancakes, like, because he can get bitches all day. So. No, do these girls, um, do they sign anything to be part? I mean, you're filming them. I feel like I'm that not, could I'm come not. back to bite you in the ass. No, it's for me, though. It's not like I'm not leaking it. It's just for my personal shit. But I, what I if then someone decided that they were going to steal all your porn and leak it like, and do unto you as you have done unto others? Oh, yeah. With the music. They're going to leak uh, your porn. I don't know, maybe I'll be dead by then. I don't know. It'll be too late. It seems like you're pretty invincible. You've almost gotten <laughs> shot like 18,000 times. You can't sue a dead nigga, so. It worth solidifying. <laughs> right? That's, Indeed. That should be our tagline. Engrave that on something. So no, has a girl ever cared, like didn't want you to film? 
Oh, no, I always like, I always tell them like, yo, I'm going to film. They'd be like, all right. Cause it's like, you know, it's like, if it's two girls, it's like they they, they choose to do it because it's a one time. Yeah. I get it. It's like a fun thing that they did with their friends. Sometimes friend. they wanted to copy. I don't like, I'll move out the way and I film them and then yeah. I'll give them their copy. <laughs> Cause you don't want to be in their I copy. Want, I don't want my dick in the video. So I just like, you know, and I don't want my friends to see my dick either. That's not cool. But you want your son to see your dick? No, I have edited versions. Oh, so you would yeah. show your son the pancakes. <laughs> yeah. He would no have Final Cut Pro and, and, and he edits and he out edits his dick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Like yeah. just before I go in, I just see you. <laughs> right. You know right. Right. Interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, it's, it, the word of the day is respect, man. If you don't know. Oh, you, it is. It is. That's you, what I was thinking it, the whole it, time. If you can find hey. respect in anything you do. You're good, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that, you know, switching out the condoms, that's nice. Yeah, because I think some girls, they don't like like the same condom, the same thing. Yeah, because you can get an STD. Well, that girl has the STD. That kind of, yeah, undoes the point of the condom in, in many ways. <laughs> now, while, is it is it a lot of work, dexterity to like, okay, God, now I want to fuck this girl and I got to take this off and I, I mean, got to yeah, rip at, it at, off. At, at the gotta... end of the day, you have all the time in the world. When you're doing like three <laughs> chicks, it's like, you can take your time. There's a lot of like weird foreplay. I, I play like a lot of Lil Wayne. I play like, I don't know why I play Sorry, the Bieber shit sometimes. <laughs> wow. Wow. White you girls love was that not shit. expecting that. <laughs> Your white girls go nuts. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You know, I they, mean, they do. We do. So, okay. yeah. So, are they like singing while they're get, waiting they, to get fucked or while they're getting fucked? I or? think they like the beat more than Bieber. So, right. Da, 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 da. It's like sound like you're on a train. Okay. So, I don't think they care about Bieber actually singing. This is the beat, you know, or anything Arabic, Arabic instrumentals, like Punjab or anything like that. They go nuts. Like, now, what's the most amount of girls you've fucked at the same time? Uh, I think three or four. I think four would be the most. But four. I did that in like somewhere in like in Brazil or some shit. Okay. Like, you just don't know what the hell's going on. Like, And how many times do girls come up to you in the DJ booth? Like, how does it, they just say, can I suck your dick? Uh, sometimes, because, you know, when you're DJing, there's this open space under there. Yeah. So right. Just, it's perfect for a girl to hide and suck your dick. And they go, I did I, I did it like one time. I think I did a 50 concert one time. And then the chick just gave me a, like 30 did she minutes unzip? of the concert. Like 30 minutes what? of that. And a 50 cent show is like two hours. So 30 minutes out oh, of the two I, hours. I was like. It took what? you 30 minutes to come? No, I, I can't come in that kind of shit. It's more like fun For and th- it feels good. It's like it's like having a silk a sandwich on your dick or something. Like a, a what on your dick? A silk sandwich. Oh, a silk sandwich. That's what we call their mouths, like silk sandwich. Okay, there's. I'm learning so much vocab. You never heard of a silk sandwich? No, no. that's uh, when a girl sucks your not, girl's mouth around your dick. We're not rappers. <laughs> and then to top it off, like I've done like a lot of like it, it, it always upgrades like. Every five years it upgrades. Like when we tour with with Snoop, Snoop always had girls that follow him. So we were but all. But Snoop's married. Like, does he fuck? I mean, I guess so. He's a rapper. I don't know. I don't. I have no oh, idea. Oh, he's a rapper, so marriage is different. I mean, I was fucking. I was married too. So. Does your wife know? Uh, I don't think so, but she, she found it. She, she found knows now, but we're divorced. How could she fuck. not know? I did. I, she knew. She probably knew, but never caught. You know, so I'm not going to tell, hey, I just had sex with three bitches. Hey. Uh, so just like, but what's the point of being married if you're not going to, if you're going to just fuck other people? I was a loser. I was nobody when I got married. I was not famous. I lost my virginity at 19. You didn't mm. even get that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know anything about sex. Like, first time I had sex, girl got pregnant. I didn't know you had to pull What? Out. Wait, a girl got pregnant the first time you had sex? Yeah. So and she was Puerto Rican. So it's like the first, she's my neighbor. So she kept it? You know. The baby? No, she had an abortion. Oh, she did. Okay. Indian doctor who worked well back then. It was like 300 bucks. 
See ya. Yeah, see ya. Wow. So, so wait. Yeah. So me being like, you know, coming from a Caribbean background, there's no money. Mm-hmm. Cheap Haitian father. So you didn't have like this thing called gear, like clothes. Like mm-hmm. you get up every day, you look at your shit. You ain't got to worry about like kids making fun of you. You have a sneaker that says number one and the other one says number two. Right. There's no Nike. There's no Puma. Yeah. The only thing All that was expensive brands. was fat laces. That's the only thing that was expensive. Mm. But fat laces. Everything was whack. So I wasn't getting pussy until I got a job. Like I got a job in the airport. Then I started, I could get close. You got the airport pussy. Then this other thing came in called pimples. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So I was not getting pussy at all. Like, Mm -hmm. for like, till I was like, damn near a senior. I was dating, but you know, nobody was getting pussy in in the 80s, like 88, 89. (laughs) They were lying. Like, if they say, I got pussy, they were lying. Wait, no one at all in 88 through 89 in the whole world was getting pussy? From 87 to like 90, nobody was, everybody was lying on their dick because, first of all, bitches had no titties, bitches had no ass. It's like, now everybody got ass and titties, you could be 15, no, I'm 25, all right. But back then, they looked like little girls. Right. Nobody was looking at them like that. Playboy magazine was the number one thing in the, in the school yard like we were getting boners from looking at playboy yeah so nobody mm-hmm. was getting pussy so i finally got pussy from a puerto rican chick was my neighbor she would lost her virginity too that was her first time but every, oh everybody lied saying they fucked her that's why i asked her i was like yo did this guy nah nobody fucking me so that tells you that that whole era everybody's lying yeah we both didn't know what was going on it felt incredible then i came uh-huh. i'm over here thinking that randomly people get pregnant like you don't get pregnant from that it's like a russian roulette kind of thing or fucking bird comes out of nowhere drop the baby off like oh boy okay i was very far-fetched <laughs> no yeah you had no concept of uh so your parents never talked to you about sex or what happened Haitian parents then i'm like yo dad what's up man like what is this i don't <laughs> want to talk about that i would think there'd become <laughs> some kind of a threat maybe like don't get don't have sex pregnant. your dick will fall off yeah nah, four boys i had no sisters my father's not thinking about our dicks right know? Like, you know, that sex never came up. Well, like, I think they would be more lackadaisical when it is all boys because it's like you don't have that fear of like having your daughter get pregnant. pregnant and people just don't shit. care as much about yeah. their sons impregnating others. But look, but look at my brother. He has like seven kids. So, you know, if my father would have spoke to him, he mm-hmm. would have like four baby moms and uh, smoke right. weed all day. And, right. You know. Yeah. So when did you meet your wife? How old were you? Your uh, ex-wife? I think I was 20s. Four? I was at some club called Bentley's. So you were DJing, but no, like, I was not. Oh, partying. you weren't even DJing. I wasn't even a DJ. I was oh. partying. That's how long I've known. Her. I've known her for for like a long time. How old are you? Um, thirty nine. No, forty. No, forty one now. Forty one. I'm like, I've been lying about my age for years. I just fucking. I did, I did Team Magazine like two weeks ago. <laughs> it doesn't well, you matter. Could. You look very young. Yeah, you look really young. Uh, whatever. But anyway, but I, when I met her. She was going to Cornell, so I was like, oh, shit, I got a rich fucking Japanese bitch, you know? Like, <laughs> her father runs oil, like, Nobu cooked for her, like, you know, oh, my, wow, yeah. Mr. Matsuisa used to cook for their family, Wow, so that's why I'm so cool with Nobu. Like, if I go to Nobu in L.A. here, I can eat for free because Damn. I know because it's from her family. That's a great place. So it was like, you know, I got a rich bitch, but this bitch decided not to work. I guess she got, you know, when you get the African bitch and you bring her back and then she wakes up and then don't want to work, like, she don't want to do shit. I hate when that oh, happens. I hate that. That is the most annoying thing. I went to community college. I went to, like, a little bit of, like, and, you know, I went to Long Island University. I was going to be a computer engineer, but then I quit and became a DJ. I was yeah. like, fuck school, you know? And then this bitch is, like, Cornell graduate, making 100 Gs a year before Damn. me. 
So I thought I was like You're, you thought it, you were a sh- she was your sugar mama. I was like the first Nick Cannon. Like I was like <laughs> she was like my Mariah Carey. You know, yeah, so I'm like yeah. yo, I don't know, yo. Why do I need to work? I, I, let me quit my security job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just I can live with her. But then and this, then DJ the stupid thing happened. She got pregnant. So then I, then then you know in my culture you know. It's like, you know, you get a girl pregnant, you got to marry her. So then I had to get married in Hawaii. Then I got married in Japan. I had to meet the parents, racist, Whoa. racist Japanese parents Ooh. who were like, uh, they weren't, they, they were put together. They, were, they, they never even knew each other. This is one of them like, oh, they were arranged. Arranged marriage. So, and then there's no niggas in Japan in her, like, in, in uh, I've heard. Yoko, yeah. Like, in, in Yokohama. Did she tell no your parents before you got, like, that you were black? Yeah, and they thought that we were rapists and fucking drug Ooh. dealers and stuff. So I had to fly there to like change his ways. And plus, I had a cousin who was going to Harvard at that time. So he wanted to visit Japan with me. So we both went. And you're like, this is my Harvard cousin. I didn't say anything. This dickhead went in the house without me knowing. And then I'm thinking he's going to have a racist rant and just like, oh, make it doing in my house. Uh. So meanwhile, you know, I'm scared out of my life. I go in and then he's having like this intelligent conversation about. Like historical maps from like 1600s and shit. I'm like these two fucking nerds over here. This is a guy that thought like niggas was rapists and killers. Yeah, well, and then, I'm fucking it, your daughter, but now you're talking to my cousin because he goes to Harvard. Right. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fucking your daughter. He's more like he wants to fuck him in his ass because he's he's going he's going to Harvard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he deaded the racist bullshit, and he became like the best friend. You know, because once money comes in from whatever you do. All that fucking experimental, I'm going to be a DJ and I'm not making no money. Once you make money, you now they're your friends. Like, everybody's cool. Uh, they I'm treat rich you now. So, and then now this bitch don't want to work because I'm making more money now. So now she doesn't want to work. She could have been, like, making, like, 500000 a year at her job, whatever she was doing. But she chose to, like, just have the baby and just chill. Now she became, Well, be a mom. I mean, that's a lot. She's turning like a black chick, like, overnight. So I was just no, like, she was fuck. a mother. She had a baby. Fuck you know here. how hard that is? <laughs> Now, wh- did you help? Fucking did, nightmare. Did you? Yeah, but she did mm. to you what you did to her. Only she had a fucking human being growing inside of her, and yeah. she took care of that human being. I mean, I did like there was love, and then I and I wanted to like you know she's having a kid, but I wasn't nobody. I, you know, once I started getting into like the touring, and then Fifty Cent came into play. Yeah, it was just like overwhelming. So it's a point where. Seven years, I was not home because Get Richard died trying, sold 10 million records, and right. I just was always away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But m- miraculously, I always was there when my kid was born. Like, I don't know why. I would go home, kid's born, and I'd be with the kid, and I'd go away, come back. Then the second kid was born. How many kids there. you have? Just two. two just sons. two. Now, so, but your your ex-wife raised the kids. Yeah, of course. And well, that's what a hard What else you going to do? Well, that's a hard... But- well, you, you didn't do it. Yeah, you, <laughs> so she had to do that because you were like, had you were like, peace, see ya, see you later. <laughs> like so, you do. Sorry, getting on your ass about raising your kids. I know we're really and then cramping your, your lifestyle. Like, yeah, okay. see you later, my ass. There's a baby bitching at me right it's now. A real bummer for you. Okay. Was she mad at you that you didn't help raise it? But you were also pursuing a, a career and you were making a lot of good money. So yeah, was she excited? It's, it's that was random. Like you don't know. Like in, in entertainment, you can't like map. Like if you go to school and you can map out like the next four years, I'm gonna be a doctor. Then I'm gonna get my my master's. There's no mapping. Like everything happened randomly. Like Fifty Cent got shot the fuck up, and then I got hired because I'm only his his manager was my cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only reason I got hired, they gave me a bulletproof vest. They gave me a fucking 
upon hiring you? You say, yo, you're the DJ. Oh. Call your wife, say you're not going to be home. Mm -hmm. For like, we have 300 shows. Yeah. We did 300 hood shows. Mm -hmm. But we did concerts and Eminem and all that shit came in. We did 300 hood shows. I've seen shootouts, killing. Somebody died in the back of the fucking club. We still had to do it because if we didn't. You kept playing? More people Over the gunshots? (laughs) No. If we didn't play the music, no one else Otherwise, they'll die. So we just had, I mean, I've seen it all. And then it's to a point where if violence happens in front of me, uh, you don't give a fuck. It's like the matrix. Everything is is slowed up. Like Mm. they're shooting or they're running. I'm DJing, so I can see like a, I don't know, full 360. Yeah, because you have the best view out of everybody. So if I see this guy's, uh, if a guy's like actually shooting at somebody, and I can see it, then I can, you know, and my brain tells me, all right, he's shooting at someone. So I don't need to be running. I don't need to be screaming. I don't need to be hiding. I well, maybe I should put my <laughs> maybe head I can go down. to the speaker later. <laughs> so if he's shooting, if he has a target, it's okay. But if he's just random shooting, then, then everybody then, uh, duck. But I've seen it all. Like I've 50 Cent beating people up, shootings. Like I've seen. So it's to a point where even when you go over. Overseas, like I've seen Africans shoot at people. People Damn. die in front of us. Yeah, we're still Damn. performing. Like, yeah, and you still DJ. Blood everywhere. With like, the blood, you're a true like artist. A Tarantino movie. Yeah, holy shit. I mean, this is too much. Like, we could talk for days, but it's just like I, 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 I don't know. I'm like, what? How you say desensitized or something? Yeah, shit? yeah, that's like, how you say. Yeah. So I'm just like, if if shit happens, it's just like I almost died. Like maybe I, I think I'm up to 13 now or 14. Like I almost died, and but I didn't. Are die. you desensitized to pussy? Mm, kind of like bored with like I don't know I don't know it's like I, I need two now I don't know like well when's the last time you've been in a in an actual relationship where you felt feelings in your heart mm, no time not in a long time because it's like you know and you gotta understand like in my business you don't you don't meet like the the kind of chick you want to meet like mm-hmm. it's always like a chick that's like broke <laughs> you don't want to meet a broke bitch this is like this is like but you wanted to meet a a, a rich girl. When you were when you were broke, no, she just happened to be. I didn't know what she was. was oh, okay, okay. Was you were going after that. I was at a club called Bentley's, dancing in a cowboy hat, <laughs> I had Durango boots on. Like, well, so, what's your what what is what was I doing like, in your fantasy world? What are you? Who are you looking to meet? Like, if you, I'll it's go. not even a fantasy world because I've done it. I've sixteen years. You live of, in a fantasy my world. My kid is sixteen and fifteen. So why the fuck? Like, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm not like looking for. You're not looking to settle down with anybody. Like, I'm not ever getting kicked off of this thing called my house again because when you have a divorce they kick your fucking ass out yeah you know? why did you guys get divorced oh um, besides like, the killing thing, the potential like the cheating or maybe and then uh like five years of like because we were together five years like we were together like almost 20 years but wow 10 years of like we fucked and did everything and then fucking the, the last five years it didn't work out. I got shaky. So then we just decided to live with each other. So the, the kid's mentality could be molded. So they uh-huh. don't think that dad left for some pussy or right. some shit. Mm-hmm. So once my kid was like 15, dad like, left for pussy. He was like, oh. <laughs> no, my kid was like, yo, what the fuck are you here? I know you're not doing nothing with mom. You upstairs. She's downstairs. He, he said that? Yeah. I was like, all right, man. See ya. <laughs> see ya. And then he was like, leave me those tapes, the tapes of you fucking other people before you leave. <laughs> yo, really, dad, before you go, I where really want to see those tapes? those videos Wait, of that, pancakes. You know, that's the cool thing about her is, is there is a reality effect to it. So, and then I and I'm not I'm not selfish. I'm not gonna like just like get a new fucking life, new chick, and then I waited till my kids were like molded and they're cool. No, you're, yeah, you're truly selfless. That's what I got. From yeah, this you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> no, just not fuck out of respect. You know, you gotta fuck out of respect. Hashtag that when you see that. No, so wait, wait, out you respect? have respect? Yeah, what is that? Can you go- 
Is that what the girls are doing with you guys when they're in your hotel rooms? You're just, fu- they're fucking. No, they're just fucking. <laughs> yeah, just but when expand you on that a little bit more for us. Um, you know, like I don't know. I just I just find ways of like choosing. I, I find like where I'm at. Like if I'm in like Paris, I'm in like mm-hmm. Dubai. Like I don't know. I always feel like I'm like the nigga James Bond, and I'm just like <laughs> abusing my powers. Like I feel like you know, there's not many people like like if you see George Clooney. Like I fucked a, I fucked like some chick that he fucked. That's when I knew that this is ridiculous. How do you know? She told you? No, because uh, I was messing with. She owned Jimmy Choo, but I didn't know that. So oh. I'm fucking her in fucking in her crib or whatever in London. So I'm just like chilling. She gets up and then the phone rings and I hear like a voice. No, and I'm like way. holy shit! Like you know, yo man, I've been trying to call you. You don't pick up. Uh, so she comes back and I'm like, yo, is it me or is that George Clooney? She's that like, was your George Clooney. Impression. Yo, I'm George Clooney, man. What the <laughs> Bitch, you gotta call me back. I mean, I'm like, George uh, Clooney's hood. I like it. I mean, he was in that hood. He was a little proper, but how did you hear from her phone that was George Clooney was on speaker? Right, no, no, yeah, it was like right there. So her phone just went off, and then it just like you could hear him like clear on the fucking house. Clearly, George it was, Clooney. It, it was like a house phone. It was like wait, so and she said, yeah, that was George Clooney. She's like, yeah, that's, I've been dating him for a little bit. He was, he was. I think she was dating him, and she was dating the loser that created the uh, Girls Gone Wild videos. But, uh, but he, ooh. but she got pregnant by him. That, well, those are two. Set yeah. different ends of the fucking spectrum. Wow. But she I, has odd, varied taste. Obviously, wow. she didn't own Jimmy Choo at the time with the other losers. So oh, okay. she bought Jimmy Choo from these designers, these Japanese shoe couple or whatever. Yeah. And then she uh-huh. made money. She made money off of that shit. You know? Yeah. So, and me, my dumb ass, I didn't even know that I was with her. So I didn't even film this shit. But we, we. <laughs> I, I would have got my camera out. I God damn it. I should have just filmed this motherfucker shit. Like, I didn't even know. But the thing that's crazy is, uh, I think she did a background check on me. I got approved before by her. she fucked you. Yeah, like I, I got her gay guy. I had to approve me. Like it was crazy because I DJ'd, uh, <laughs> uh, I DJ'd for Armani. I did the, his charity. Nice. I DJ every year for his charities. So I don't know. Maybe I had a cool suit on or some yeah, shit. How did you pass a background check? I don't know. She. <laughs> She was worth 40 million pounds. So I guess whoever she deals with, she got to go through. Wow. So the gay guy ran through the fucking some security shit. And then, yo, you can fuck him. He's good. <laughs> and then she came. Wow. I, I was at the Landmark Hotel. She came out of nowhere. Fucking fur coat. Nothing. And she wanted that dick. But butt naked under the fur nice. coat. And the tallest Jimmy Choo shoes you could think of. And then I was getting Jimmy Choo's for, for my hoes for How a How did bit. you know she wanted to fuck you? Was she, did she, how did she tell you? In the hotel. Did she call you first? She said she was coming, but I didn't think that she was really coming. So Right, you thought it was, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, even know yeah, who okay. she was. So she, she's she's. Did you know what older. she looked like? Because what if she was crunchy? She wasn't crunchy. Her body was like. She right, was, but what if you didn't know if she was crunchy? Uh, I would have been like, I would have to make believe. This is the thing I do. I make believe that I come. Like, then <laughs> I, I have sex really quick. Uh-huh. Oh, so amazing. you have sex with crunchy girls? No, it's like uh, it's you like, gotta fuck for respect. Remember? Yeah, no, it's a pity sex. Like you just like you fuck them and you make believe you came. Like dudes do that. You know, you girls do that. I've do, done that. Do do come out with the do come out with the little dick in the planet, and then you just like, all right, he's a nice guy, but you don't want to tell him no, we're not having right. sex. You just make believe that she was amazing. You came, and then he's like, oh, well, fuck it, she came. I'm the man. I'm good. Then you don't see him again. I mean, I've never done that, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Have you ever fucked anybody famous? A uh, few, I mean, yeah, few, few famous motherfuckers. Some of them are losers. Some of them are kind of well, okay, you know. You can't name it. You don't want to name names. I don't know what's pub- no. I don't know what's public and what's not. I have no idea. Yeah, I, mean, I before I I met you when I met you and I was like, oh shit, who's this kid? <laughs> Who kid? I've kind of like done a lot of wild stuff. You know, even like Howard Stern kind of like woke up like. 
Yeah, it seems. Because I, I was supposed to be on that show for 10 minutes. I was on that show for an hour, like, talking <laughs> yeah. about my dick for like an hour. like. <laughs> and then he found some chick I fucked and brought the chick oh. the following Monday to the show. And she talked about what I did with her for What did she have hour. to say? Like, I don't know. She was saying, I, I don't know, I came in her. I'm like, what the fuck is this chick talking about? Like, but I, I remember we had wild sex and stuff, but. What's wait, wild oh, sex He was to like, you? crazy stuff. Like, I like I came in her. Just like wild. <laughs> yeah. Cause out I'm of like, control. Now you have a lot of sex, but I'm in my mind, I'm like, it'd be really funny if like all the sex you had was like this missionary, like classical sex. Like, what kind of sex I, do you have? I just like, I don't know. I like head and then I just like doggy. You know? Do you like eating girls' pussies? No, I hate that. That's He's black. What? He's mentioned that before, that he was black. So. Nah, Wait, is that what well, we talk about? That, talks about that all the time, eating pussy, and I'm like, yeah, that's there, right. There is nah. kind of this thing that black guys don't like eating pussy. Do you think that is that most? I mean, obviously, Lil Wayne is black and does like eating pussy, but do you Lil think Lil Wayne be high on ecstasy? Like, okay, so and that's why he eats the pussy. I think it's like a sandwich. Or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he talks about eating pussy all the time in his songs. Nah, I don't like. Uh, I don't like the fact that you know. First of all, I don't like like people touching my asshole or anything like that. So I don't like the but fact that the, the hole of the asshole is there and it's just like near the pussy. So it's like... That really? It's just like too much. Oh, you just disappointed in describe you, Describe stacking women on top of each other yeah, like them. pancakes, but the butthole being too close to the pussy, I got to tap out. It feels like... A, <laughs> DJ, you kid. Out. All right. I, like, what, like one... I can't believe a girl's never demanded that you eat her pussy. Like that fucking Jimmy Choo Choo. like, we'll get the fuck out of here. I didn't yeah. even, I, I, I felt like that would pussy. be the like, response. No, I'm good because I, you know, it's like when you when you gotta eat pussy, it has to be somebody like you're really cool with, and you just you well, like Corinne talk. always like she said, like Corinne says, I like I don't do like sucking dick, but if it's someone I like, I will suck their dick, right? And it's enjoyable, like, but someone you like, you you never ate your wife's pussy? I did. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Of course, but that's my wife. But right. it's just like, so but it's I'm a more saying, intimate but thing. I'm not, I'm not gonna like eat like some groupie or some chick I met like on the road or I'm DJing like that's. Cause can imagine, imagine if I did that everywhere. Like, what the fuck am I pussy mouth? Like, that's that's not yeah. Cool. All that juice. And that's all that, great. All it's, that called, it's called It's uh, called it's called wash your mouth out afterwards. Oh no! My cousin had a super horrible experience with the, the lights off and the period was loose. And oh. once I heard that, I was like, uh, You are forty one years old. Yeah. Do you fuck chicks on their period? I've done it before. Yeah. Okay. So what if a groupie comes up and they really want she really wants to fuck you or a girl? A girl comes to your hotel room. I mean, I did just it lay down. A t- she's I like, let's lay down a towel because girls are hornier on their periods. Yeah, super. I mean, if they tell me, I think I wouldn't do it. But if I if it was like mapped out, like I, I was dying to see this girl and I and I flew there and I wanted to see her. Then she's like, oh, I'm <laughs> on my I period. If I flew there, <laughs> if I got on a plane, if a jet was chartered, you know, and I went all the way to her house across you know, the country, like she was bleeding. I am big enough to put my dick in her bleeding vagina. Yeah, but you got to look at that, man. You waste a trip for what? Like, yeah, but it's like you're, you're 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 grossed out by period sex, yet you're fucking like f- five people in a row in a hotel room that you barely know. I mean, I did that I like mean, years ago. Like that was six the old one DJ maybe, who and maybe, half a dozen and, of the other. And maybe I did it like maybe twice. But okay, so what? <laughs> Because I, 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 I'm, I'm very like I've told you I was super nigga. They called me super nigga. I was <laughs> Captain Savaho. I, I wanted everybody to myself. Like I had a I fantasy. Like whoever's in my room is like a fucking honeymoon or some shit. Like I candles, uh, bubbles, and stuff. Right. You I laid got out caught the by Fifty pedals. Cent one time because he, he knocked on the door and then the naked chick ran to the door, opened the door. And, and she was like, come in. <laughs> she's naked. And I'm like, don't open the door. Because if 50 catches me with all these like candles yeah, and fucking bubble He's going to make fun of you? So I hid in the tub. Like I, I went under the water. 
And he so came that in. 50 cent one call you a fag or something? He was like, what the fuck is this shit, nigga? Yeah, and God forbid was- <laughs> you treat someone like a human. That would be so not hood. And then I found out later she fucks like every DJ that comes in. Some chick in Australia. Her father works for the UN. And uh-huh. she fucks every DJ that comes to the Maybe Australia. she's got a DJ kink. Mm. Obviously. It's I th- hot. I thought I was special. I had bubble bath. I had candles. I dropped all the bubble liquid in there by mistake. <laughs> she was everywhere. Like, it was fun. But I, was, I'm imagining you, like, setting up before she comes over. Like, get the candle. Heart, she was half black and half Australian and Spanish or some shit. And then she was amazing. But she fucks some nasty DJs I know. Like, ugly fat dudes. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like. Well, what do you think makes you so so appealing? That's not like a challenge, but just like it seems it's it's just mind blowing to me. Is it just because you're part of this lifestyle? Do you think? Yeah, I think it's part of it. You just gotta treat it like the game. So you know, and plus it's like you know, not there's not many of us. There's only like maybe like five like big DJs, DJs, hip hop DJs in my game, and then I'm crossing over to like trying to go into like the Tiesto count, like mm-hmm. all that area. So yeah. imagine what they're doing, like. Do fuck you, me. Did they say, yeah. <laughs> fuck what I'm doing. They're probably fucking aliens and ass and just like watching them drip. I don't know. Like, Whoa. I mean, do you like DJing too? <laughs> I'm actually addicted. I'm actually very addicted to Do we even to like to DJ? <laughs> I'm very addicted to DJing. I'm so addicted. It's ridiculous. I just teamed really? up. Yeah, I just teamed up with Walker Vlogger. So we tour. Ooh. We're the turn up gods. So we tour. Like, I did 100 shows with him last week. I mean, last week, last year. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Wow, you. <laughs> <laughs> Got my dick sucked at every one of them. So it's like a wild experience every night. So it was random. Wow. No set lists on some rock star crazy. Damn. You know? Huge crowds. They're going crazy for you. I mean, but also that fame thing, too. Like, it's attractive. Like, you're, you're running. When you too. DJ, like you, you are the party. You're up above everybody else. Mm-hmm. You're providing them with the music that's making them feel good. You're the fucking man. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm mentally fucking them too before I fuck them. So it's like like they, I they fuck just, them. Just, I don't know. It's like if you hear like amazing music and it's an amazing yeah. night. Sometimes like, totally, you there's something powerful about a DJ yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's, 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 there's no different from controlling twenty thousand people or one person in your bedroom. Right, mm-hmm. they already experienced the shit out there. Let me end the night and let me talk about this somebody when it's over. Like let me call mommy. Like I had a chick calling moms one time. The mother's fake while you were us. we're both in the bed. Like okay. Okay. Some wow. Some people just can't believe the shit. Like that they're with you. I mean, just like the whole, the whole, the whole thing, their whole, the whole night. ridiculous shit. Like, right. Right. Yeah. And those nights to them, they're going to remember. I find it very weird. I, I'm just like, I just want to fuck, but I guess I just let them do it. But that's part of it for them. That's yeah. probably part of what turns them on for them. And I, and I can totally get like being in a hotel room with you 50 cent and all these dudes and like wanting to fuck all the dudes. <laughs> I get it. That I would, I would want to fuck that, all the dudes. That's why, I, you know, especially when I, you know, I heard about you guys. There's really, <laughs> there's really like you can't put any like kind of respect or bad thing to it. It's just like a moment. The the, the chicks that's like pissed off, ugh, sluts and everything. Like I, put, yeah. I put them on my Instagram. Well, look at who got more sluts, whores. Yeah, and that sucks. But sometimes it, I don't fuck all of them. They're just having fun in my booth. Right. Maybe they get naked. They got titties. They got their pussy out. Yeah. We got chick run. We got chicks. We got this thing called streakers. They run naked in the hallway like all the time. They in just, the hotel room. They meet us and then they just take their shit off and they just run and run naked. This thing called and we, streakers. And we just laugh <laughs> at them. You're familiar. You never heard of them? Now, do you? We're, no, no, we're joking with you. Everyone knows what we streakers have sh- are. Streakers and. <laughs> 
What we call them? Strickers. I don't know. Strickers? Strickers. 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 No, you're right. It's just a word. We're just making fun of it. That's like a popular term. You're trying to act like you coined it. It's not pizapa pow or whatever. Oh, I thought we just made that shit up. (laughs) You thought you made up the word streaking. Wow. DJ Hookay. You are a confident motherfucker. I mean, Will Ferrell screams that in like what that fucking Vince Vaughn school rock movie that he's like, we're going streaking. Oh, yeah. Old school. Old school. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought we made it up. Wow. We got tub You've never snuggers. seen old school? Tub snuggers? They slid it like they, they, we got chicks that love ceramics. So they, they just take off all their clothes and they sleep in cold tubs. Wait, wait, wait. We have chicks who love ceramics. They love the, the feeling of like ceramic or whatever. Like multiple women like throughout your career have been like, I'm a, I love ceramics. So if I could just sleep in this tub naked, <laughs> freezing to death. Video, they sleep in it like it's a bed. Like they love it. They, maybe there just wasn't any other room yeah, and they were like, this seems like a syrup free situation. <laughs> so I'm going to try to be a part of a pancake stack. So I'm gonna I guess I'm going to sleep in this tub. And then the DJ Hookit's like, they just love ceramics. I don't know. I'll send you the photos. I would love to see these photos. You have them on your phone. Where's your phone? I have them on my laptop. Dude, actually. I going through his, going through your phone, going paging through. I got to go through my laptop. That my is. Laptop is amazing. It has, like, it has like, everything in there. If I lose my laptop, I'm finished. I know. Whatever. It's like, how much storage do you have? This is a great way so to many terabytes of storage. Um, no, I just want to. You refer to women as bitches a lot. I'm not coming down in you. I'm just. Why? This is a hip hop. Yeah. Totally. But why? Snoop Dogg. I don't know. Call. He's he the is. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> See, I like Snoop Dogg too because he is voting for Hillary and I do mm. support that. But what. I don't know. It's just the one thing that just seems so like dismissive, and it, it, you I don't know, know. why. Uh, like they don't matter. They're just there yeah. to look pretty for us to feel good that they're there, and yeah, for us to and, fuck. And, and it's kind of like it's it's so superficial and fucked up. It just looks like that because that's exactly what it is. Because they're you're not gonna get nothing out of them, and they're not gonna like treat you with respect. They're actually there just to like say they fucked get you, photos with you, use you, and you see how like all those groupie chicks are getting like. All the ball players and stars and yeah. trouble mm-hmm. when they leak their photos, they get fame from that. There's chicks out there that just so you got like yeah, because I don't want to I don't want to come down on these chicks like at all for like fucking in the like. I think that's great. I think like yeah, but, but that, then but, it but, seems but like they, they gotta get they gotta get that term from a guy like me or a celebrity because when you're doing something private, you don't want that shit out there. Right. So then they become the bitch. So then you got all the bitches. You can't really if you see, if you see a chick in your room three in the morning and it's like. They got like barely nothing on. Like, what else are you gonna call them? Like, a just, woman, a person. You're there too, though. See, that's what I'm confused well, I'm about. I'm not naked though. I'm not. I got my fucking clothes on. I don't know. Like, I don't have high heels on. Yeah, that's because I mean, no one really wants to look at men naked that much. It's just not that exciting. <laughs> Which is crazy. It's I all, like yo, it. Trust me. I, you it's know, not it, as. I'm more on your you know, side. I'm more yeah. on your side, but I'm talking. I'm more on your side, but I'm talking for like the experiences right. that Lil Wayne and all these guys are going through because. Yeah, I'm just trying to understand it because it's like you know I I don't tr- I don't understand the appeal of fucking everyone in, in the room just because you guys are in, in but I, but I'm trying to yeah it's, it's it's just bothersome so I mean if someone respected like a little Kim walked in I mean you're not calling her a bitch right no because she would slap you in the face yeah you wouldn't call Nikki a bitch no but she's not fucking like ten guys right. So, well, maybe she is. She's doing it at her fucking mansion in well, style. Well, then the, that's where the respect comes in. You know, like she respectfully <laughs> fucks their guys. But I mean, aren't there guys that you don't have respect for? Do you have like a name that you call them or? Oh, guys? Yeah, like people like just, you know, I'm sure there's also like dudes trying to maybe knock it up on you, but I'm sure like who are who are like fanboys of 50 Cent for sure. Uh, what, male group? We don't, they're I not mean, trying to, I'm not saying they're trying to fuck you, but yeah, trying know. to be a part of your crew. 
Trying to hang. Oh, yeah. They linger. Wanksters, whatever we call Wanksters. them. Wanksters. Can't stand them, man. They're like a bunch of losers. They get like the tattoos and everything. They're not even down with us, but whatever. I mean, we don't really look towards that 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 direction because we don't give a fuck about other dudes. Like at the end of the day, it's like it's a male dominated fucking it is. business. And then totally. the women are the, what we're working for. We're working for money and women. Yeah, it's like mm, so you, you're spending so much time to get these women. And it's then like you we're love not really you. spending no time. But like, but it's it just so it's like but the thing is like you're, you're a huge part of the business is, is is being in it for the the women and you're surrounded by these women all the time. But you have no respect for them, so I just—it's just hard for me to understand why you would want to be. It's kind of hard to have respect if you're there for eight hours or one day. But yeah, you're like you're constantly surrounded yeah. by people yeah. that you don't like respect. That just seems kind of just like void of meaning. But then you know, but then it gives whoever the entertainer is choices. Like you, you want to be the guy that just wants to fuck everybody, or you uh-huh. want to be the guy that's like, yo, let me just be sl- fuck selective. I'll selectively fuck. I know artists that selectively fuck a certain person. I know artists that fuck 20, 30 bitches. Right. They all have their own. They're here today. I, I was just talking to him earlier. Like, <laughs> I went into his hotel room. He had 30 minutes in there. And I'm 30? Looking at him like, That's a big hotel room. That is a big hotel Vegas, room. Vegas, like, he don't give a fuck. But, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. everybody, it, it just brings choices to the individual. You can't, everybody's different, so. Everybody is different. You got an ugly motherfucker who's famous. Maybe he ain't getting no bitches. You no, just... he probably is because fame will yeah. get you bitches. When you're a guy <laughs> and you're famous, you can no matter how ugly you are, you can have. Does it work with women too? No. No. How about precious? Precious don't get no bitches. I mean, no dudes. Precious, sure precious gets di- you. Gabrielle Sidibe. Yeah. I would doubt that. Not dudes who call it precious. <laughs> I was like, I was no, like, precious. Is there some other precious that I don't know about? <laughs> Or are we actually talking about Gabby? Yeah, yeah but what, like, well, so Nicki Minaj gets dick because she's Nicki Minaj, but I don't know. Nicki Minaj because is super powerful hot women. Now. I mean, she's, she is. Yeah. So, I mean, like, an unattractive, I mean, is Aretha Franklin still slaying dick? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Dude, not I sure. Hope she is. I, I mean, she's R-S-B-C-T. one of the most respected artists still living, yet. But where's Maybe all her not dick? Super hot. But it, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to compare those because a woman is like uh, a celebrity chick is not going to be like that because they, they're, they're gonna not. Be, and that's they're gonna interesting. Be don- they're going to be downgraded as a piece of shit more than a bitch. Like you'll be more than like a slut bucket than fucking slut a bitch. Bucket. A bitch is just like a hip hop term where what a bitch and some girls don't mind them. Call, like girls call each other bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all well, that's it's, it's, different. It's, it's, all, it's all how you say it, though. But in in our world, it's like you can't take anything seriously if you're there for a day. Like right, but but when <laughs> but you're saying too, I was at Auschwitz for one day, and I was like, this isn't even uh, real. There's no bitches. I'm there's just no, passing. All the through. bitches died. This is not. Like, um, this is. I can't fuck ghosts. What, what kind of man are you that you're gonna like respect and fall in love or or take something serious, and you're there for one day? Like no, we're what? not saying fall in love. Just, yeah, it's, definitely it's not just, fall in love. I'm not even talking about love, but let's say if it goes that. What kind of man are you? Like you, sometimes you got to accept this fact that you're there for one day, right? And that's and you're just having fun. Also, and you, part you of why it's hot. That, you have a choice to have fun. You could be like, yo, I'm, those days I just be I rock the party. I just watch Netflix. I watch right. Star Trek: Next Generation, yeah. and I just fucking no, no, no. The casual sex, like, no problem with the casual sex. Yeah. It's just the di- it just seems a little bit. It's like different. Like it's not you know a, a woman's not walking in a room and snacking dudes and and jizzing all over them with her pussy calm. Like it's just it's it's <laughs> yeah, different. It's you know that's well what, you that's just said like behind a, that. A fam- Famous chick who fucks a lot of dudes gets downgraded to lower than a bitch. They'll do it on a low. That sucks. I mean, that's the that's way society is. That's a double fucking standard. Exactly. But then people, you know? then the men in the industry brag about it 
talk about it in interviews, rap about yeah, it, the world Instagram in. about it. I can't change the world we live but in. But you can change it. You're we part can of be it. a part of the change. You can't change DJ the whole thing. I don't think you ever change that. The only thing you can change is, is the gay stuff. Like you, it's cool now <laughs> the to gay be gay. Stuff. Yeah, but you can't change like the man is the man. Oh, it's cool now to be gay. Everybody's gay. Right, we're all gay. I mean, everyone was gay before, but I don't know. I don't oh, know. exclusive. Dad would be a DJ's birthday party. I don't know. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> What? Yo, what did you just say? Caitlyn Jenner funny. wants you DJ's birthday party? Her birthday party? Then him or her? Oh. her. I, I had no idea he was talking about. And then he said Kim Kardashian's dad, and I was so lost because I was like, oh, you he mean died. the famous Caitlyn Jenner, yes. who was way more famous and more successful than Kim Kardashian initially? Not, not the dead lawyer, nigga. I'm talking about the one that's alive. No, Caitlyn, <laughs> the trans woman, yeah. Bruce Jenner. But that doesn't make you gay. I know For, I don't. Formerly okay. known as Bruce Jenner. So yes. I mean, what the fuck? I know when he was fucking running around the weedy shit, like he was winning, <laughs> he was winning medals. When he was winning Olympic medals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah running around the weedies. All the <laughs> That's he got gold medals for the weedy running. <laughs> wow! When it was breaking records, you know it, the world is just so confused. <laughs> it's, it's so confusing. This you can't change some things. You can never change. Well, some things it takes a long time to change. But I, you can we, tweak things. It started when I assure you, the caveman came out and dragged the bitch by the hair. What the fuck? Did like, he? It's never gonna change. I mean, I feel like you might have learned that from some sort of like a popsicle commercial or something. No, it was fucking Fred Flintstone. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's not based on real. <laughs> yeah, but that's events. not like historical facts. It's not historically accurate. Seriously? Dinosaurs and, and humans were not living together. Okay. Ever. <laughs> Dino actually didn't know Fred. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. Dino we're, was gone a long time before Fred Dino came. died and then Fred came I along. I mean, yeah, it's, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, even... Is even, it? Even, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Even the way you talk about how men always run shit, but it's like, yo, I'll go. I've been everywhere on this planet. It's yeah. the same shit. I mean, they do. Africa, they... Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. It's like women are second class citizens. Women are getting raped. Blah blah blah. It's like, I mean, what can you do? It's just well, <laughs> what you can't throw your that. hands up in the air, <laughs> you know, and wave them like you just you don't care. You know, DJ, who cares? I can't change. I can't change the way the world is. I can only. Well, I can only be a dot in this fucking time zone. I'm just a dot. I'm yeah. Through it, I'm gonna do some parties. Yeah, have fun. I'll do some production. I'll Make some get, pancake get, stacks. Mm -hmm. Do some stacks while I'm while I'm at. While you're here, it. Right. but I'm just here. Like you know, I, I already chose what I'm here for. I'm not a leader. I'm just here to just make right, people happy. right. You're not trying to change people's minds. You're just trying to make people have fun. What I trying to leave tapes life? and semen. Well, yeah, I like like <laughs> like they can do things. Then on a checklist on his dream board. Yo, the syrup thing is crazy. It's like amazing. Oh, syrup. You're, you're telling me. I will think about that have for days. Ever, have you ever fucked a person while 50 Cent's next to you fucking a girl? Yeah. He came in and I was like, what are you doing? But like, then Dick's like right next to you. No, no, he's not fucking. He's just like talking to me about what we're going to do on the show. While you're fucking day. somebody? Yeah. So he saw your dick? That's so gay. No, I was under the, I was, in, I was in a bed sheet with the girl. We were hiding under the bed sheet fucking. And then he got a key to my room and opened it. Yeah. So I want to discuss this. So like, schedule uh, you can keep fucking. I just want to talk about: Are we gonna do PIMP first? Or are we gonna? Do? I was like, huh? so you can keep fucking. Oh, I was like, I like I don't, that. I don't, don't worry, DJ. Keep, okay, keep fucking. I don't think I can keep doing this. So uh, then the chick is like, is that fifty? I was like, yeah. That's me. <laughs> I was like, get back under there, bitch. Fucking crazy, man. But yeah, it was weird. I, I stopped though, and uh, we talked about the show. I was like, you really want to talk about the show? Did she stay remain under the sheet, or did she come up for air? Mm, she came. I mean, she stuck her head out. Because she wanted to see fifty. <laughs> It was like so weird. It's like, is that 50? I was like, yeah, it's 50. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> no, you, show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You call him 50, not 50. Yeah. The white people call him 50. We, well, I called him 50 and I didn't, I just didn't know if that was being extra white. Like 50 is 50 here? <laughs> no. It's 50 here. Mr. 50. 
I don't know where that fifty thing came from, but oh, it's fifty. It damn oh, white we, people we, always fucking making shit worse. Yeah, oh, it's oh, white people say cent fifty cent. <laughs> so fifty, 50 cent. So fifty was never his name. Fitty. We used to call him Boo Boo. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, was, he was a super bully. He was beating all the drug dealers up. Oh, I think my boo was like my boo boo. No, no, but like I got a boo boo from Fifty Cent. No, like he was boo boo. Like he was, you know, he was fat. He was like three hundred pounds. He was. Oh, really? Fifty Cent was fat. When was that? Before he got shot. He got shot, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna lose this weight. He did lose all the weight, like physically, and then uh, I guess when you get shot, you lose weight. I guess he was on a liquid diet to get all the stuff out. Oh, uh, yeah, because he got shot in the fucking face, right? Yeah, he lost all his teeth. It went in and it came out. Damn. Did you know him when he was dating Chelsea Handler? Oh uh, yeah, I was there. How was that? I mean, Chelsea's I, a bad honestly, bitch. Honestly, I didn't even know they were. I didn't even know they were dating. I thought it was a joke the whole time. Because yeah. Well, well, when Chelsea talked about, it, I thought she was kidding. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Wait, what?" You know, I, I really thought it was a joke when, when I heard her like, like calling and begging, like she's like in love. I was like, "Oh shit!" So then I was like, oh, "Wait, wait!" Chelsea up. Handler was calling and begging I, Fifty Cent mm, because yeah, she I was doubt in love. that Fifty's the man, yo. You can't see Chelsea's on the woman. Not with Fifty around, she was like, she "No, was in love. yeah, but she was in love." But I don't. She wasn't begging. What the fuck is she begging for? Normally, I would have said that, but then I watched the docu series, the, the one where she talks about love, and then I the and I don't know. She does want to get married a lot. It seems. Some women like the ND, you know what I'm saying? Well, how did they, do you know how they <laughs> met? I'm so con, I'm so intrigued by that relationship. I don't even know what the fuck happened. It went over my head because I and I was DJing for him at that time, so I was like, what? Huh? And she would be around, or she would be around like late night with parties with her friends. But yeah, you know, me, I was doing my own shit in LA. You so. were getting pancake yeah. stacking. The, right. cool, the cool thing about being with Fifty, you always in the Beverly Hills Hotel. You always like in some hot shit. So yeah, and then other celebrities want to hang with you because you you know Fifty. So whenever I'm in LA, I'm just I'm out. Like I used to just chill with fucking uh, what Billy Ray Cyrus. I eat. <laughs> Yo, do you know Miley Cyrus? That was not what I was expecting. Yeah, you, know, you, like, you know, DJ, who came to Billy Ray Cyrus? He used to cook me like a, like a better rice with fish. Like Billy every Ray time. Cyrus cooked you dinner? I always knew what? Billy Ray would That's be great. That's awesome. Yeah, he liked my, because I had a mohawk, but it was not mullet style, but it was like kind of like a little peaky hair. It was oh. He loved it. Because he had a mullet. <laughs> Does he still have a mullet? He had a mullet mm, for a while. He don't have it no more. He has yeah, like, he has like a little thing back there, like a little. Chihuahua. What do you, what what is like your weirdest celebrity interaction? Like Billy Ray Cyrus cooking you fish. That's fucking awesome. Uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> the weirdest one is, uh, I guess, working out with uh, Larry the Cable Guy. That was weird. <laughs> wow, I was spotting him. He works shit. out. <laughs> it was don't weird. look like it. You were spotting him. I was like, "Yo, you sure?" He this? He's like, "I was killed him and shit." Like, it, was, it wasn't even oh, that much DJ weight. Who can? It wasn't really that much weight. It was like thirty-five <laughs> yeah, on each side. It's also like, Larry the Cable Guy. He can't lift that much. Uh, I have like a lot of weird friends. Like Gronk is like my best friend now. Like from the Patriots. Like, oh, know, like we party hard like every week. Like, so. Well, he oh. said from the Patriots, so I was like, oh, football Rob player. No, Gronkowski. Oh, no, I just didn't know. Like, I knew when he said I that. But before that, no, like, we should Crazy know white who boy. it is. So okay. the, all, the whole Gronk family hangs with us now. Like, the father, the, all the brothers that's going into. Damn. So they're like the next Eli. Like, you know how even the Mannings, yeah. they all run shit. Familiar so, with they're them. the new family. So they're like Ugh, the next. Football. So imagine you're like cool with them. You party with them. Damn. So do, you know, like, do you know the Kardashians? Uh, you told like me years. Damn. And you told me a story how Khloe Kardashian once saw your dick. Yeah, because she was on tour with us. 
I love Chloe. Is she, is she I love fantastic? Her too. She's BFF. She, okay. was, she, was, she was like, oh, she seems like a cool ass chick. I mean, she was on tour for like three months on the tour bus. So what was she doing? Well, Megan Good was dating Fifty at the time, so Fifty <sighs> allowed Megan Good to bring like whoever she wanted to hang with. So Megan and Chloe was best friends. That's before Kardashian. Oh, and you didn't, you never oh. hooked up with Chloe? I thought Chloe was dating. No, I wasn't hooking up with her. She was. I, I stayed. I, she stayed on the top bunk, and I stayed on the bottom bunk. Yeah, Chloe's the coolest. So the thing about her and is, she said good night, TJ Hookin. Uh, no, she used to be like laughing at me or cursing <laughs> me out, and then she used to make fun of my Scooby Doo toothbrush. She still talks about it to this wow. day. Wow, it's like the because you know my battery would run out, so I would run inside <laughs> fucking uh, wherever Rite Aid to get batteries. I, I love that Scooby Doo. I shit. mean, is it, she children? broke my shit. Like she what? She broke the, your Scooby Doo. I cried for like. You did days. not cry. You've almost died 13 times, but the thing that took you over the edge was the Khloe Kardashian breaking your Scooby Doo toothbrush. The way the, I think the the brush, I think the, the, the brisket, whatever was touching my tongue, it was crazy. And I couldn't get that from another the, brush. Did you, do you mean the bristle? I thought it was the, the brisket. The brisket is meat, yo. I'm a dumb nigga. I'm we sorry. We could teach each other some words. No, you know words I don't know. I know words you don't know that a lot of other people know, but that's cool. You, don't I mean, know. you know what I mean? I thought there was brisket. I thought you were going to say there, like, there was brisket stuck in your teeth, but then I realized that you just met bristle. But that's good. I'm glad you guys could figure it out. No, this time on What the Fuck is DJ Who Kid really saying? Well, she was on the road with us for a long time. And then the thing is, you know, when you're on the road, you get personal, you get cool. Yeah. You- so we used to talk about, like, you know, she had issues, boyfriend problems, stuff like that. But me, I, you know, I just like. You said, have you ever tried stacking your body on top of another girl? I couldn't do nothing on TV. Yo, you want to know what a pancake stack so is? <laughs> 50 star bus you know was guys out like, of here. Out of here meaning you couldn't fuck bitches? No bitches on the bus, nah, because he was with Megan Good, so right. no hoes, no smoking weed, so I don't have to... I don't have to oh, wow. Smoke weed? Look, I, I, it's very nice uh, when he's a dating. It's like a... What are you wearing? Megan church Good bus? is some A+. Plus. It's like a trainer. Chloe's there. And she was like a little chubby, too, so it wasn't like the, the Chloe you see now. It was the chubby Chloe. So. We know. We, we, we still, she's cool. I feel like she's cool either way. We so liked her the best. I love Gap underwears, and I like... I only wear medium <laughs> Because it snugs my nuts really good. <laughs> and I love the feeling of cotton, but my dick sticks out the hole sometimes. So I'm, I didn't know my dick was digging out. So I, I jumped down, I, I jumped out my bunk and I'm walking to like make toast. It's like three in the morning or whatever. Okay. So I walk back with my toast and peanut butter. And then <laughs> that's so like, cute. What a cute snack. Your dick is sticking out. I was like, oh. And I just put it in. And that's it. I mean, great. You really know how to handle a situation. Yeah. She used to catch me whacking off, too, because, you know. When you he, whacked off when she was sleeping above you? Yo, it's like there's no pussy in Iowa or Nebraska. So there's porn channels. You just watch. Like, I, I was a king Did of you at least have headphones? No, I had the little portable DVD player. Wait, did you just say there's no pussy in Iowa, Nebraska, as if Iowa was the city in Nebraska? There were or no, no, Iowa no. or Nebraska. Yeah, we, 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 we would stop. We do there's those pussy stops. both places. There was no pussy on our road. It was like, crunchy pussy. We were there with Eminem, and there was no pussy. Like, do you like Do you like white girls or no? Well, I love white girls. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why there was a pause there. Yo, so wait, Eminem is so hot. Did you? Does he get bitches? Uh, he's very personal when it comes to that. I've never. He would see. Plus, I think I feel like he would be like selective. Nah, I mean, uh, he never. He's all rap, all business, all touring. He, he's in it for the love of the fucking rap. The only the, girl he called was his daughter. Like when so oh, Haley. Haley. There was a time he was flying, like he was leaving, like the show in private jet, hang with the daughter, and come back to Nick City private jet. Private jet back out, daughter. Oh, he loves her so much, and it makes him so much hotter. And he was like, "I haven't seen my kids in five years. What's up?" 
I know. I was like, who's this guy? Like, <laughs> like a big Hawaiian kid. Yo, DJ Who Kid, what are your kids' names? Uh, uh yeah, I know this one. Fuck. You just have an eject button everywhere you go and it just says, see ya. Oh, man. Wow. This is like, yo, the stories, is, is it's hard to like connect the dots because in this world, it don't make sense in the entertainment world. You just got to let it pop off. It's all spontaneous and you just got to go with the flow. Yeah. Too, when you're famous, though, too, like shit gets handed to Like you just get everything. There's I'm no obstacles. I, I've been in hip hop. First of all, I was here when there was no hip hop. So mm-hmm. I came in. My best you saw friend, it happen. My best friend is like like Q-Tip or Big Damn. Daddy Kane or mm-hmm. like Salt and Pepper, like <gasps> homeboys. Like they're like. They're the original anti sledgehammers. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm supposed to really look like old motherfucker but i don't know what it is maybe it's been yeah. button i don't know maybe i ate some fucking you know what uh, god was like he's gonna know. be making pancake stacks well to his 60s yeah i learned that from some rich billionaire dude he's like you gotta fuck like young girls if you want to like i was like all right i mean maybe that's why you look so young i don't know puss. but I, I believe it or not i was here when i, I like i know all the old the original rappers yeah until mm-hmm. now so all the and you're still you're still hot. Everyone that I don't know if you know every rapper because you're white. Maybe you don't, I don't. You know Bieber and all that stuff. But the thing is, uh, he's, I mean, he, I don't <laughs> I know rappers. him as a rapper. But I <laughs> he's a rapper now. He's fighting like every rapper every week. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I, I did quotes. see him at Barclays a few weeks ago. Oh, so. shit. But like my favorite there. artist is Kendrick, Beyonce, and Kendrick are like my favorite musical artists. But, like I'm into hip hop. I don't know everybody. But it's funny you say all those names. Like I have history with. Everyone. Like, really, Kendrick? Like, Kendrick Lamas, I met him. Like, me? he was just on the floor, just, like, sitting there bullshitting. But I was promoting J-Rock, his his counterpart rapper. Yeah. I was like, yo, this kid's going to be big one day. So when Kendrick came to my show, he told me, like, yo, remember you told me that? I was like, what? Oh, yeah. So then he's out of here. But but Kanye West, I told him he was garbage. Like, he couldn't rap for shit. Well, you was so, wrong about that. Uh, he didn't. He was, or he got better. He was whack back then. But the yeah. thing that's crazy, um, he wanted me to film him like freestyle, but I, I refused to because he was whack. So I had Ludacris in the studio, and he oh. was out of here big at that time. Yeah, so yeah. I, need, I needed Ludacris to do a song on a Kanye West beat, but Kanye West was too busy rapping in the booth. Uh, one plus one equals two, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Chew you like he was like going in trying to impress me and Luda and Luda was like who is this guy I was like oh no man but wasn't he a producer at that time he was he was paid by my I, I was signed to Capital so he was paid by Capital to do all the beats for my yeah. album but he I did didn't good. really know him like that oh, okay so I was like oh shit so I didn't want Ludacris I don't gotta go to the airport I came in to do your song and I'm out of here so I ran in the booth I was like yo what you doing man get out there play that beat get Luda on the beat what are you doing like and he was like oh and wow he, so he gets out and mm-hmm. then when he gets out. Ludacris picks another producer that I had. He didn't even pick his beat. So he's already furious. Oh. So he goes out. I said, yo, just wait outside. I'm going to film you so I can calm him down. So <laughs> Ludacris is doing the other beat he picked. I leave him in the studio. So I come out with the camera and I film Kanye. So I said, yo, just tell me what you're going to do. Like, you know, just tell me about yourself or whatever. So I filmed everything. He talked about he's going to like do beats for only Jay-Z. He's like, this is like way before he blew up. Yeah. So he, I got him so angry when I told him that he was horrible. I filmed him outside rapping in his car and, he, and I filmed him speeding off. Like he was so angry. He sped off in his car and he flipped his car over and, and <gasps> fucks his shit up. And oh shit. Manager calls me and was like, yo, you know, Kanye was in the hospital. Like he oh. fucked up. I was like, so I'm in a, and it's me and Beanie Seagull and some other widows. And they're like, <laughs> oh my God. So I'm like, holy shit, that's fucked up. So then he came out with through the wire, the mixtape. So it, dude, that was a good, that was great. The YouTube video leaked. 
I think I saw that was like was he freestyling? Yeah, freestyle I, in the that studio. Freestyle, that freestyle that was good. came five years before his uh graduation thing came yeah. out. Yeah. So he did that freestyle five years before he came out. So and then he talked about like meeting, like he's only gonna work with his artists, he's only gonna be like but then he had the the cross that his mother gave him that he, his mother died with. Yeah. So mm. that's why I mean, he cried when he saw the video because yeah. That whole so that that's the thing. Like I, I'm the king of like. I if, saw. Oh, if, if he, if, you like, recorded that. Every rapper that gotta go through my shit, they they kind of like, you know, whiskey would talk about Amber Rose's pussy for an hour on the show. Me because Amber Rose leaked the pussy photos. Yeah. So I brought it. I was like, Yo, can you believe this shit? So we talked about it for an hour. A week later, Wiz is in a party, and then Amber Rose is like, Yo, are you talking about my vagina in some show? And that's how they fucking met. Then they started met, dating. And they got married. They got a kid. Because you talked about her pussy with Wiz. For an hour. Wow. Man. It all came full circle. You, you're you a gift giver. You really are. You give your semen. If mm-hmm. you guys want like DMX. Yeah, what can you, you do? Would you sleep with DMX? If you want the, I can, I can make He's that. He's actually like probably my least favorite Lil Wayne, rapper, honestly. I, wanna, I would, Lil Wayne. Oh, I th- I'm you very attracted. Yeah, I'm so attracted but to him. I fuck like Kendrick, everybody. But I don't want to fuck him, but I, I don't care. You would suck his dick? No, because I, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, but it's Lil Wayne. Yeah, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I always liked Snoop a lot, but I don't know now. <laughs> That's so right. Kendrick. I, Kendrick's I, married. I do. I think I like high he's, school Snoop is classic. He seems like he'd be. He's just chill under any circumstance. Yeah, yeah. yeah he wouldn't panic. But I really like that. Yeah, he's the only guy that I would imagine is calmer than you in a shootout. Oh, he's yeah, like, what's he's, going he's, on, he's, man? He's been through a lot of crazy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you got to understand, like, people think that you got to run and all that shit. I'll just be, like, just chilling. Like, I've seen, like, terrorists. I've seen gangsters. Terrorists? You've seen terrorists? I mean, I used to DJ for um the, Qadda- the Qaddafis. Whoa. Wow. I had to take all that shit down off my Facebook after they killed him, but, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm not getting fucking... And one other thing I want to talk about real quick is... One of the things I think Troy said this, too, or, or you said it. Well, you were like, you know, every who every rapper who's gay. <laughs> we yeah, don't have to name names. I'm not trying to out people, yeah. that's, but like, why is it a lot of people? Is oh, it and why yeah. do they hide it? Like, I, I'm assuming cause the rap because the rap community's no, anti. Only only the new ones are gonna leak that they're gay because it's cool now. But the ones that yeah. are so in depth, like 20 years of hip hop, yeah. They they can't do it. Because and are they? But they're up. out in their life, like in their private life. Are they out? They're out. If they're old. If they're like fucking fifty, yeah. forty something. They it's don't just care. the public doesn't know. But their yeah, personal like, life. You know, if you go to their parties, they like they with their dudes or. And do they say like don't tell anybody or? No, because it's, cause it's, an, it's an industry party, so it's like if what what am I gonna get out of going out and. Dropping dime right. on a fifty-year-old. Yeah, it's unspoken guy. that this is something that stays at the yeah, party. It's, it's long overdue. So if you didn't say it thirty years ago, why are you saying it now? Right. So well, because he, he, yeah, but you didn't say it thirty years ago, so you can get big. Because probably at that time, mm-hmm. if you were out and gay, no one would take you seriously. You weren't a rapper, yeah. Especially like you know, I mean, a lot of the singers are a lot of the fucking. There's a lot of rappers. Well, the entertainment are. business is, I mean, is historically full of homosexuals. So, but I mean, like, what percentage of rappers that we know? Probably like thirty. That's so many. Mm-hmm. And then a I lot, wish a, that a, they a, could a, just a, be open and mo- free. Most of them are bi. And but no, it's oh, that's of, awesome because of their history. Because if you have like twenty. 15, 20 years of putting music out, now you're gay. You gotta ruin, like, because a lot of people grew up listening to, like, I, right. I, I'm molded from, like, Wu Tang, Dr. Dre, 
So if Dre Jay-Z. was if, so if Jay Z came out and oh I'm I'm, I'm gay uh, and I, yeah. I love it in the butt and everything. So imagine like all that hard. And then you have shit a he, song where he's talking about fucking bitches. It's like how can you enjoy that lyric it's anymore? Not even, it's, 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 not even, it's, it's not even about fucking bitches, but it's like looking at him like I, you you you. You think less of them? Rap is stupid because everybody's dumb as fuck. They look at these motherfuckers <laughs> like they're their parents. So it's like right. a lot of people grow up and they change. They they make choices in life from what these idiots mm-hmm. are putting out. Yeah. So imagine mm-hmm. like you could ruin. It's like somebody saying that there is no God and then there's like ten million fucking suicides in this planet. But really, they're like, just right. saying God is gay. I mean, oh man, if God was gay, there'd be fifty million suicides. <laughs> oh, that would oh, be the so best. I would love if God was gay. ISIS would be out of here. <laughs> First, I wish God existed, and then I also wish that he was gay. That would be a double whammy. It's like you know, and then me coming up in the business, like uh, a lot of people, used to, they listen to my radio show, like on some Da Vinci Code shit because I know who's <laughs> gay and I talk about them in codes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because so, you don't want to out them. That's I not don't out yeah, them. No, that's, yeah, that's not cool. And, and I don't out them and I don't like degrade them. I, don't, I just talk about like reality, like shit that happened and I'll be like, yeah, you know, I heard they met up in a car and then yeah. he signed a rock Rockefeller or whatever, and then I'll just talk about it Yeah, mm-hmm. but then we'll laugh but an industry motherfucker would be like, oh shit, who get they those? Know, oh, they know what but those were. But a fan, a fan is would be laughing. Oh, yeah. who kids joking? Yeah. yeah. But only a, a record label exec or like, that's why, I, you know, I could have just went the other route and just gave up my booty, but I, I just couldn't do it. Like there's some dudes that gave for pay. They just did whatever just to get ahead and be yeah. down with them. Well, see, see, when dudes have to like gay for pay is something that you need to do secretly and never tell anybody again to get to the top. Like, but when women fuck their way to the top, like everyone knows about it and calls about like, I mean, that's just the way. The so world, annoying. The way, I mean, you can't change that. What can you know? Instead, it's like we. I don't know. For some reason, you should be happy that the va- vagina is considered so sacred that it shouldn't be everywhere. Like a a, a rod, a dick is just like. Whatever. Oh right, we should be grateful. I forgot. <laughs> you should be. That, I'm sorry. You're Wait, absolutely right. I'm I will so be, ashamed that I forgot. That. This is the stupidest shit ever. Like I, I could fuck like whatever every week, yeah. but I didn't. No one's calling some, you a hoe. Nobody's calling me a hoe, but I, you know, but the thing is, like, I would get jealous of the chick I'm dating is fucking some chick, or I would be fucking pissed if somebody fucked my bitch, even though I fucked some other bitch the other day. Like, now that's and, hypocritical, and, and, DJ and, and, Who Kid. It is hypocritical, and then it's even more hypocritical that if I fuck a bitch, but I really love this other chick, and right? When I get back, like, I could really, I could really love her. But you can't. But, but you can't do that. Like, but you can be. The rules can't be like that. But you can be self-aware that it's hypocritical, but you still won't change. I know because I'm a man, you know. So I'm that's a not an excuse anymore. I'm a dickhead. I'm sorry. I'm that's, a man. It's, it's, that's. I'm a dickhead. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, I, I could really. I could. <laughs> Every uh, man is you know, a dickhead. I, I, I could really be in love with you, mm-hmm. and we could have like the best live kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I go somewhere, and then maybe there's like a possibility that some other ridiculously amazing bad chick. Just and I can and I I won't get caught, right? I have a but choice. You would do it. I have a choice. But why wouldn't you want to be in like a marriage? No, you wouldn't want to be in a marriage that's open because you wouldn't want your your no, the girl you're with. I don't, want, fucking, I don't want. That's mine. Like, a, it's my shit. Like God, I don't guys want are so possessive over that's that. This is my is. wife. This is my shit. This, but, that's, that's but how. But women it are is. my table. This women are possessive over their over their men though because they don't want their men yeah, fucking but, other chicks. Yeah, but in the hip hop world, like all the rappers, I'm not gonna snitch on the rappers, but all their wives are submissive to allow them to fuck because as long as they come back home. 
Traditionally, I believe that. Care. They, yeah. yeah. They take care of their household. They take care of their kids. They don't give the money good to these dad, hoes good, yeah. or these bitches that you guys are talking about. They, as long as, as long as, no, long I mean, you were talking about that. <laughs> we said, uh, I believe you ladies. said bitches, Yo, DJ Hookah. This sounds really fucked up, but they agree. Then they, they kind of like allow it because they don't want their marriage to no, be No, I believe up. you. 100% I, I believe you. But I don't think it's any difference from a fucking lawyer or a doctor or a no. fucking, there's no difference. It's like no, it's men in power that got money, they could do whatever they fucking want. The only common mm. denominator is it's a man doing this exactly. all the time. And it's never going to change unless some bitch become a billionaire and then, then she starts swinging you know her pussy I, around and just be like, this is my yeah. pussy and I'm fucking anybody I want. I was just going to say. that's where Rihanna comes in. To, oh, yeah. <laughs> to, in order to mm. change, you need examples of Rihanna. a woman. Rihanna got everybody fighting, fighting each other. Like Good. Good for her. As they should. She should get a dick all the time. But not every chick want to be Rihanna. Rihanna is a powerful chick. She got yes. money. She can do whatever she want. Like, yeah, she's in totally. the Illuminati. You know, she's drinking vanilla it, oh, every day. Oh, are you is, in the Illuminati? Is the Illuminati I'm real? About, is about, it real? Uh, it's a secret society is, but I'm just like, I'm not in, I'm not down. I can't be down. Why but, aren't you down but, with the Illuminati? But I could, I could skate around it. They'll hire me to DJ their parties. The and, Illuminati hires you to DJ? So, Wait, I mean, are, you not, are you not in the Illuminati because you don't like it or because they don't want you in it? Yeah, because I feel like... It, I, I believe it's like some weird choice bullshit, but it's not even Illuminati. Like Scientology? It's not, it's not even Illuminati. It's just a secret like group of people that just want you to be down. Like, you're accepted. Like, yeah. you know, they think you're cool and you're down. But, yeah. But you'll never know unless... You get chosen. Yeah, you gotta get like beamed up. Somebody get a rose like, in your locker. And then, and then, <laughs> you take off your hat and there's a rose in it. That means you win the Illuminati. You were chosen. I don't believe, I, 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 I don't you. believe in that Illuminati nonsense, but I believe that when you get to the level of knowledge and you know, like, you, you know how everything is. And that is amount run, of money? You can't talk a certain way. Like, Jay Z can't talk a certain Jay Z can't be tweeting. Jay Z can't be. Yeah. Like, fucking, yo, wow. I'm in the club walling out. Like, he, he can't talk. Yeah. Everything he say could be fucking diverting some other wild mm, shit right so he don't tweet you don't you can't you can't say shit uh-huh i but, see but, but I, I hang out with all the celebs like the the big execs and i know how yeah. they, that's why i'm still surviving this industry because i know how the industry is run and i know how you know how to work gotta, it and then i've had gay guys come on my show and i know they're gay yeah and then I just and you let a, him on your I, I show. Played a role. I played a role. Like, yo, what's on them bitches? You got that new single coming out? Oh, yo, I see. Crazy. Yo, yeah. Yo, yo, yeah. This chick took my dick to it. Uh, I let them talk and everything, right. and they leave and they promote their song because. Mm -hmm. you know, and they, how do you know they're gay? You saw them get their dick sucked, or do they tell you and just, they just know you're not going to out them? It's just being in the industry. You just know, like, yeah. story. You learn from like people know. Yeah. Like Snoop Dogg told me, who's some people that's gay. Like you learn from like yeah. the biggest rappers who have experiences dealing with you just learn from yeah. like dealing with other people right and some stories is like you know it's kind of undeniable like you could tell like come on man like you gotta be a <laughs> fucking dickhead not to know like, yeah i'll ask you it's like there, richard but... simmon like coming out of nowhere <laughs> talking about yeah i just i love pussy, pussy. <laughs> uh-huh yeah okay you just gotta right. eat. i mean I'm, i've always been open so that's the only reason i've survived so i don't give a fuck like as long yeah. as nobody's touching my booty i'm good you know like, <laughs> mm -hmm. no booty. fingers in the booty you know for you has I a should. girl ever tried to put a finger in your booty i hate that shit that's just whack yeah there's some chick like a couple chicks tried i'm like what are you doing like peekaboo like, not even lick your butthole oh yeah shit's crazy do you never have your have you had your butthole licked yeah it feels great doesn't it it's just crazy Shit's crazy. It makes my feet go. It feels good. My feet be crunching like. <laughs> but when your feet are crunching, that's good. That's not like a crunchy chick. That's bad. No. Right. That's a good crunch. It's just like crazy. Why would a girl want to keep doing that for a long time? Like, what are you doing? Because it's, it's satisfying. Like it feels good. You want to make your. She wants to make feel you good. feel good. It feels good for the tugger. 
It no, feels absolutely good. not. I'm sure. That's why, like, I, I like suck. If I suck a guy's dick, like, I know I'm making him feel good. That's the joy out of it. Yeah, yeah the joy is not with a dick in the mouth. And don't you ever forget that. <laughs> but the worst thing is, like, I get the word out <laughs> to I the people. I can't stop a girl and be like, yeah, yeah, I gotta take a shower. Like, what are you doing? Like, she's already down there. So, oh, like, yeah, but that's her choice. She chose to go down there. But his shower. Warning. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Peace. Oh boy! <laughs> oh dear God! Well, dude, thank you so much for talking oh, yeah. to us. I hope you got something out of my book. No, we did. This we is got interesting. a lot. Was, oh, wait, we got a lot. We're gonna it need was, a lot of emails. A lot it was of everything I hope for and more. Yeah, come everywhere. No, thank you for your honesty. Dick's just hanging out, like you don't give a fuck. I'm just kidding. We I gotta get, you, I gotta get, get you my shirts. Yeah, your shirt you. has. Oh. The, the, it's like the male female bathroom symbol, but it's a male with surrounded by two females. Love it. And I'm also supporting the the the, the bathroom thing like you know everybody should be in there yeah just Hell anyone yeah. in the bathroom i'm taking a dump the chick could be next to me peeing what's wrong with that right i mean i think they're talking more about trans, trans people yeah. not oh. not exa- not uh are we not Wait, fucking in the bathroom are we breaking that to you that it's about trans rights breaking news okay like caitlin jenner yeah you guys are like so wait be like crazy wow. shit today. We, we gotta hang out more dude oh, oh, so to transgender. right 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 so like caitlin jenner is a trans woman right okay. there's a lot of trans people in the world but but laws like the bill that North Carolina passed, that means that Caitlyn Jenner has to go in the men's bathroom. And Caitlyn Jenner going in the men's bathroom is not it, like, not going to go well for Caitlyn yeah, Jenner. It's not going to go well for her Mm-mm. because the men are like she's at risk for being harassed. Transgender yeah. people don't commit. They oh, don't she's harass. Still, she's the hazard thing. Oh, his thing. Uh Whatever I don't know what the anatomy is, but now she identifies as a woman. Right, she identifies. Okay. I, I don't believe she has gotten the surgery to remove her penis yet, so but she, she identifies she as a woman. A, she carries a, tr- a purse, like a, a Louis Vuitton purse. She's like, probably. Check. I'm not sure what brand, but she has, She probably does have a purse. Oh okay. yeah. But like the 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 whole bathroom argument huh. is, Caitlyn should be able to use the woman's restroom. She mm. shouldn't be forced legally to use the men's restroom. I thought it was like some like women and men keep getting kinky in the bathroom. Are you being serious wow. right now? Yeah, that's where the shirt came from. No, man. Well, I got to back to the print. <laughs> er. I'm going to send you some links I to some like articles. I saw a lot of this shirt thinking that this is a menage <laughs> toy in the bathroom. Back, back was, to the screen printer. I was, I was at an airport and I was looking at the bathroom oh, signs. I, I'm like, yo, I... I, I like just thought you like three ways, and that's why that shirt's yeah, there. That's exactly yeah. what it is. You know, yeah. you, ha- you have so much more money than so many people, and that is astounding. So <laughs> brisk it away. I don't know what to tell you. See ya. Peace. DJ Hook It. Learn one for the fucking one. Wow. Word. I am honored to have mm. uh, taught you the, mm. the whole mm. bathroom oh, debacle. Hey, teach a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. And you teach a bitch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's also fun. N- ladies and women. <laughs> and human beings. Because mm-hmm. you know what? At the end of the day, that's what we all are. Humans. We all got to die, man. It's all good. I know. Now, where can where can people find you on the internet? Because I'm sure they're going to want to. Uh, yeah. yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Because you got uh, Everything is hookit. I'm at DJ Hookit on with Instagram. With two O's. Yep. And I'm at uh, DJ Hookit on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, of course, my Facebook is DJ Hookit. And of course, uh, if you want to get the menage a trois, which I'm going to give you out of tea that yes! I just learned today is about Perfect. trannies and shit. Trans. Get your tranny shirt from my from, from Hudeo Drive. Get a tranny shirt. It's all good. I mean, if, if I got a million You're trannies special to get lad. It, I'm mm. all for the trannies then. Fuck right. It. Okay. Well, maybe their next shirt can say I'm all for the trannies. Uh, Hashtag I'm all for the trannies. And then you can have like titties on the shirt to make your fans go. I got a board meeting on that. Yeah, probably. Go to the board. Yeah, tell the board. And The board is you. And you have a radio show? Oh, yeah. 
I got. I'm just helping you out. <laughs> I do an Eminem channel every Saturday. I got seven million dickheads tuned in uh, on Shape 45, Channel 45 on Sirius XM, and you know it's been out ten years. And, nice. And I tour the world. So if you wanna, if you hear this fucking uh, podcast, if you wanna come into my show, I'll, I'll give Ooh. you full rides, VIP. Every, yeah, you know we got have? international listeners in every country. Well, I will be all over Europe. I'm hitting up uh, Paris, Germany. Oh, yeah, we're doing like 10 countries. So anybody nice. that hears this podcast, all you have to do is shout out the name of this podcast and I'll give you full access to VIP. Tweet at them. Us. And then also hashtag yeah. I'm with the trannies, hashtag pancake. Pancake life. <laughs> pancake life with the L-Y-F-E. Hashtag Scooby-Doo. Pancake life is an ill t-shirt. Pan- yeah. You could take that's a gift from us to you. Yeah, I hop to sponsor that shit. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and then get us like free IHOP or something. Oh, oh, hop in that pussy. Hashtag oh, pancake life. You are full of everything. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another rousing episode. So rousing God. of guys we fucked. The oh. anti-slut shaming. I want to really put that out anti, there. The anti-slut shaming, shaming podcast. We will oh, talk to on. you next week. See ya. Peace. Trudy. It's in the one of your time. Bad like I never did left. No dude, I say what you hear. You look a mess in the dress. You will not see me with that. Pull up skirt, mm. You need a genie for that. You get curved, mm. They wanna be around us. That's the word, mm. You can serve, mm. This is jerk, mm. Yeah. I got hits in my jeans, homie. Yeah. Talking that shit to be keeping the fainting from me. Yeah. I got that shit to be sick like I got a disease. Lit in the spot like it's saying the lead. Yeah. Who that a nigga right there and I'm saying it's me? Yeah, that awkward moment. Yeah, I came with the homies in there. I came with the homies in there. Yeah. I came with the homies in there. I came with the homies in there. I just take my time with it. And thanks again to Third Love for being a sponsor of Guys We Fucked. Remember, they have that no bullshit bra. The cups made out of memory foam. They mold to your shape. They give you the perfect fit. They're tagless and lightweight. Third Love stands behind this product so much that they're giving our listeners a chance to try the bra for free for 30 days. Just pay the shipping. You can take the tags off, wear it, and wash it. If you like it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back for free, and your card will not be charged. You can get these hot bras, even if you don't have big boobies. They're still good. Go to thirdlove.com slash GWF to get started. Thanks for listening.